is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging Respiratory virus threats, nerve tag, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I to say, as I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Welcome, 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 folks, and uh, a special stream today. We'll be doing a interview rather than you <laughs> having to listen to me prattle at the camera all the time. I have a guest, uh, Albert. Albert. I'll, I'll find out the pronunciation of the name in one second. Let me just do this and hit admit and do this and then do this. Albert, how are you, sir? Is it Albert or Albert? You, you can call me Bert. Bert? Okay. Bert works for me, bro. <laughs> um, pleasure to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, my friend. Uh, let me just uh, just give me a sound check a little bit. Check I'm not. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so maybe some background as to why i i reached out to you is okay. yeah so um many many moons ago um i came into contact with christopher john bjerkness oh boy and well you know it it was somewhat well i'm, I'm presuming that the falling out with adam green had just occurred at that time and mm -hmm. I want to say this was probably about two years ago. And, you know, people people were telling me that you have to, or people were telling me I have to speak to Bjerkness because as SARS was emerging, there was a 
fingerprint in the molecular biology which pointed at Ashkenazi genomics having a fitness advantage in the um, in being susceptible to the disease and so I had to you know as a scientist I try and follow the data where it goes and the it wasn't just one region of the spike protein which they had advantageous fitness to it was two very critical regions and so people were like well you've got to get in touch with Bjerknes I was kind of because I'd followed Adam Green's work a little bit um, mm -hmm. prior to then I kind of knew about the um, I, don't, I don't know how best to the the, the Tikhan Olam Habavad Lubavitch heal the world type mentality mm -hmm. if, if that makes sense and so um, in this context I was very much looking at SARS as a bioweapon and a um, well, you know the the. <laughs> I don't know what to think about prophecies and what have you. I'm I'm more scientifically orientated, but um, I was fascinated about this idea of uh, this idea that they've they've been able to run a deception. I called this stream the Abrahamic deception, and so I'd seen you stream on uh, with Adam a few times and then I saw you do a, a stream I want to say a few weeks ago on the crucible mm -hmm. um, about Ukraine and um, you know a, a lot of our sort of political views are very um, closely aligned and so I, f I figured mm -hmm. I would I would try and reach out to you and um, uh, yeah, I'm curious why you haven't. Have you reached out to Adam? I mean, Adam's uh, certainly a little bit. He's he's certainly got the the Abrahamic deception, you know, backwards and forwards. Uh, I have done. We had a mutual friend, Davy Crocco, mm -hmm. and um, Davy. I don't know if you know Davy Crocco at all. Um, yeah, Davy. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away, and um, I, I was just asking him at that time. Could you sort of um, set something up and then um, we lost him and um, it sort of fell by the way. So I, I can certainly help you with that, yeah. Uh, that, that, that'd be cool because it's um, hang on one second, I just need to deal with my layout. Yeah, that's better. And um, let me just do this because the chat's on your face. Where are you now? You're in Japan? I Korea? Am, I am in Japan, yes. Japan, okay. And um, so I, I, I've been sitting here in what's essentially been an island of sanity, watching the oh. last three years unfurl in the West. And this this looks very much like a... A system collapse? Yes, yes. I, I, I would... I don't I think it's stretching credulity to say that at the moment. Huh? So, and, <clears throat> and so the question becomes, well, who's, who's responsible for that? I think we know who. Um, well, you know, I have my suspicions and the, well, I, you know, I, I want you to sort of talk a little bit about yourself rather than me bombarding <laughs> you. Are we live right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
yeah, well, my background is, you know, I'm a I'm an Egyptian descent. I moved to the States when I was about two years old. Mm. And uh, I grew up in North Jersey in the shadow of the George Washington Bridge outside of New York City. Okay. And, and I grew up in a, uh, you know, a very uh, Jewish area. I, I'd say probably like uh, 30, 20, 30 percent of my graduating class were Jews. My, my best friends growing up were Jews. I was completely um, foreign to this whole other side because I didn't see it growing up. They, they, I mean, they. Some of them got bad mitzvah, but they were mainly ethnic. Uh, you know, maybe reformed. They weren't these like, oh, these are <clears throat> non-Jews. You can't talk to them. You can't socialize with them. You can't break a, uh, you, you know, have dinner or share meals with them. And it wasn't like that at all. They were just ethnic, secular Jews. Professional. I grew up in a pretty affluent area. Okay. You know, doctors, lawyers, professional people. Well, Jewish, Jewish area. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was, you know, this was all uh, a revelation for me. I, I had no idea that there was this whole other side of Judaism that I wasn't exposed to. And, and it's for a very good reason, because it's, it's off the wall, right? I mean, the, the, the supremacy and the, uh, this the the hatred of anyone outside of your ethno class isn't something that they want to publicize and i understand and we can all understand why so um i got on this path after um coming to jesus if you will on 9 11 and that was a zionist operation and then i got into the in, involved that was like my so being entry so close, into the truth community yeah you, you would have you would have seen the buildings right and did you watch it all yeah. go down yeah i worked a block away oh I no shit at, <laughs> I, I i worked at 26 broadway which is the building where where the bull the famous wall street bull right mm -hmm. it, it's the building right in front of the bull that little island that they have the uh okay. the, the wall street bull on it's mm -hmm. that's not on wall street that's on broadway right but uh just people don't understand that but anyway did planes uh, hit the I, tower? Can you settle that for uh, the audience? <laughs> Did you I, see I, them? I, I got fired. I got fired from my job as a broker a week before the 9-11 attacks. Oh, okay. A week, to, a week to the day. Tuesday, uh, the following Tuesday was 9-11. So, well, uh, it, it, I, and I knew dozens of people that perished, mm. at, that worked at Cantor Fitzgerald. Mm. So, it, it was... Uh, it was a taboo subject for me. I, I could never even entertain the thoughts of going outside of the official narrative that it wasn't Islamic terrorists, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. even, you know, so it, it, it took me about till seven years ago mm -hmm. to revisit this. And then, you know, and, and, and that took me down the proverbial rabbit hole for everything else. And, it's like a, a you know a dike that breaks that once that that dam bursts all the information comes in you, you, and then you're trying to trace this the source so you could say you know i was looking for the devil and i found organized world jewelry you know uh, that that would be a good way of describing it uh, just like uh, henry ford said yeah right yeah so it's it's a very um 
it's a thorny topic, right? Because you're trying to, with your experience, I have, well, not quite comparable, but um, I did a postdoc in Israel, in Bar Ilan University, which is their, the seat of their, one of their sort of very religious um, universities. I was, I was doing neuroscience, but um, the, it, it was um, full of Hasidim, and you know they've all got the what do you call them? Four rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and I met many, many a nice um, Jew, Israeli, etc. They put me up, helped me out when I arrived there, and you know there was um, uh, how would you say? Um, it took a while for me to begin to hone in on that supremacist side of the really ultra-orthodox types. And uh, once once you see it, then you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. And the and so you have to try to convince people right now that there's there is this issue. Right. Um, if if we're looking at a systems collapse, well, then who's pulling the gears and the knobs of that particular um, process? And you know, um, I, I sort of I, I agree with you in sort of trying to describe things as sort of zog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the cap, cap, what's who's who's at the capstone of the pyramid? That's mm. that's the question. Mm. Yeah. And I'm so, you know, I've had to walk a very um, difficult line, which is trying to point people towards this scientific data, which mm -hmm. is in there with respect to um, SARS and what we've had to deal with in the last three years. And the um, trying to balance that and the way I, the way I do it is I, I just do a very sort of piss take out of everything um, and, I, and we might have different views about the utility of uh, multiculturalism but it's a sort of I'll, I'll take the piss out of everyone and everything so that it enables me to say I'm being I'm being an equal opportunist with my casual racism and so I um, don't mind holding the discussion about the this particular data point that that we have and from there well, let, let, let me just address the multiculturalism mm. europeans have a different situation than we have in america yeah. america's america's never been a homogenous white nation ever mm. not even not since its inception there were millions of Native Americans. There were millions of blacks in this country when it was founded, not to mention the Spaniards, the people, the Bohemian uh, mix of Cubans and, and Caribbean people, the French that were in the middle of the continent. So it, it's never been a white homogenous society. I understand the trepidation of Europeans that are seeing that are seeing their continent uh, uh, demographically transformed through immigration. Now, why? 
because yeah, it's, been weaponized. it's been weaponized yes. and you have been the targets of it mm. and it's impacted you negatively. Mm. That's a different ball of wax. Now, who are you going to blame for that? If not your comp- compromised white leadership mm. that have allowed this to happen. Yes. Very eloquently put. And thank you. The look, um, my rage boner for Islam existed way before 9-11, etc. I had to grow up in a what was a Italian-Polish neighborhood that was there as a result of the Second World War. My grandfather had been captured by the British in North Africa, and he stayed in the UK after the war ended. And I grew up as it was being subsumed by basically migration from Pakistan, Afghanistan, India, and you know it was problematic. We knew that these these groups were the mass rape thing was an issue where I lived, and three weeks after nine eleven, my next door neighbor, or my grandparents' next door neighbor, um, with six other lads, um, at fifty meters from our door, basically killed a young lad and with a big bowie knife and t- attempt you know they won't tell you this but there was attempted beheading and didn't they didn't quite get it off and um stabbed him all the way through multiple times sprayed in the face cs gas and so yeah when 9 11 happened i was like oh all right let's go and <laughs> you know smack some smack some pain down on these uh muslims and right. the uh like you it sort of took a while to sort of um figure out that oh hang on we're you know who's this war benefiting and you know we've got to the end of it and you know basically israel has air super doesn't matter about the size of their country they've got air superiority over a wide wide range and once you have that um that's essentially their their borders now and so they've they've achieved the greater israel um dreams as it were or all right, prophecies, if you want to believe them. And they, they could have they could have had their greater Israel borders after in uh what was it in nineteen nineteen when they were dro- redrawing the borders after World War One. The problem mm. was they didn't have the population to maintain that. Mm. Okay. And so and they didn't they, so they and they didn't have enough Jews making Aliyah to Palestine. Mm. So they had to gin up another conflagration okay people need to understand this the history is important yes very much so and it's um you know you get into this very fawny issue around the second world war and Mm -hmm. how much they were mm, inviting you know the idea of yeah holocaust etc if you want to use their vernacular to why would why would a why would a group that didn't even have a country okay they didn't they didn't have a country in 1919 in 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 france when they were doing the uh redrawing the map and and coming to terms with post-world war one europe redrawing all the maps and doing the cartography and everything else why would a group that that that's didn't even have a nation have 117 delegates well, I didn't know that, so I learned something new every day. 
Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know that either until Benjamin Friedman illuminated me on this subject. Okay. Because he was one, he was one of the 117. Hmm. Interesting. See, I've, you know, I hold British establishment very high up there with respect to being responsible. Balfour Agreement, I think, is it? Mm-hmm. Was it Jabotinsky? Maybe another one. Um, Jabotinsky, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, these were, well, I, <laughs> I saw these streets named after all these people when I was in Israel and, you know, the, uh, even then it didn't, it didn't dawn on me um, what, what I was really, really sort of looking at. And yeah, it was, I don't know, how long was I there? I left in. It's, it's not easy for the, uh, the idea of uh, that, that you've been manipulated into a soldier and slave for Zion to sink in. Mm-hmm. And it's not a very comfortable feeling once you understand it. Yeah. Uh, very much so. And I do feel that I was um, duped. And again, that was just because of this weaponized immigration policy that um, you, you spoke about a few minutes ago. And so, but, but you know, the, my, my historical and uh, anecdotal experience is that that, that shouldn't be the topic of discussion what should be is this um this element around uh the well you know but we were having this discussion yesterday when i mentioned on my stream that i mentioned i was going to be speaking to you so i have many across spectrum of um people in my discord and follow the channel etc and some are very devout christian and um others less so others are different religions and um I'm I myself am can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Um are you you said Egyptian, so are you Muslim or No, no. Uh my my pet my pet, my father was a pastor. All my all my it, it's very interesting, right? Because uh my 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 um my family has been Christian forever and they were actually upset when the British left. Yeah, when they stopped occupying Egypt, they were very disappointed. You know, it's one of these extreme cases. Um, but no, I'm I'm agnostic. I'm not I'm not Christian anymore. So you don't you, you don't discount the idea of a, a sort of higher reality, etc. You just you're in the camp of we don't know exactly what it is, and um, yeah, I, I think that's the most honest position to hold uh you know I, I put the atheist on the same kind of spectrum as the devout christian because we don't know is there something who knows we don't and no and you know no one ha- has ever known so and it's and it's okay it's okay not to know mm. yeah, <laughs> there it's, are it's, some it's, things that are inexplicable yeah it's okay to have articles of faith i i think yeah. as part yeah. of the human um condition and you know there are things that you know as a scientist there's things i recognize that i can't measure well or i can i can make a metaphysics about it or some sort of tangent uh, where we could sort of symbolically talk about it develop the language in that respect and i think i I made i made the point yesterday as, as we were having 
I was having a discussion with two guys and I was like, I get that there's, I don't have a problem with the universe being, um, we don't understand the full nature of reality. Um, I don't, um, I, I, I'm comfortable with this. I'm, what concerns me is the Jewish wrapping that it has that yeah. always just seems to fall in their favor. So it, that that boils down then, in my mind, analytically, it boils down to two things. One, they are chosen, and they have this ability to, they've got the the hotline to, uh, to, the, to the almighty. And yeah. uh, or, or two, they're very, very clever and can maintain a long game multi-generational right. and you know I, I got a lot of pushback with respect to, you know I, I was asked some questions to ask you I, mean, I, I think i think you're i think you're on the right track with the latter right it, this this has been a uh you know carefully conceived meticulously planned and executed mm. long game and it start it started well in earnest, they kicked it off with, with uh, you know, creating a, a slave theology to subjugate the uh, Latin Greek, um, Greco-Roman world. So, and it, they've only added, you know, manipulated. How many Jewish popes have there been? You know, they, they're not, they're not scared to uh, have crypto plants pretend to be something that, you know, you get all of this, the name changers, the name stealers, all of this stuff in, in, in history that is now a vicious anti-Semitic trope. But we, but we know that it happened because there are historical accounts and real people that, that did this, whether it's sabotage V false conversion to Islam, right. Who, who's the progenitor of the Denmei Turks, mm. right? Who perpetrated the Armenian genocide and they want to frame them, the, the, the Turks for that when it was Denmei young Turks, right? Yeah. And the, the, there's, you know, Jacob Frank in Poland, a, just a, a century and a half later, mm. right? Antagonizing the Christians, pretending to be a Catholic priest to stir up anti-Semitic fervor, why? Because he wanted to turn the heat up in on Jewry in Poland, so it's a hostile environment. So they make a lead to Palestine. It's it's not quantum mechanics, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, <laughs> it's it's um, well, I like I said, I wish it was so cut and dry, and I could put like a yeah, that's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Um, possibility or, or um, provable phenomenon, but so the 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 pushback I would get is well, you know, the one of the biggest resistive forces to Zog has been Christians, and you know, the, the, really, the, but has it been really? I don't, I'm I'm not enough of a historian to uh, to answer that question. I mean, I I know the like boilerplate answers, which are well, you know, we've kicked them out from a hundred and 
whatever countries and um they've they've been eternally persecuted and you know this is this is where you get into this discussion about how that's sort of fulfilling their prophecy and um it's, it's yeah. perhaps you could sort of expand on that well they, they they certainly they've certainly uh built in the anti-semitism in, into christianity right they, they they did this they made it uh more appealing to uh pagan latin greco peoples of first first and second century near east okay trans um Jordan, uh, excuse me, um, Syria, Palestine, into the, into the the Turkish era, into the uh, Anatolia, Italy, etc. So they built in the anti-Semitic anti-Semitic fact point in the uh, in the theology because it's ser- it has multiple utility. It serves a lot of purposes. It gives them that victimhood consciousness which they have which they have mastered. Oh my God! Over yeah, millennia. <laughs> okay, victimhood yeah. consciousness is is part of their religion, mm. and it's and conversely, it's part of their religion to be hated. Mm. Because if you're going to have this supremacist worldview, okay, you're going to have to dehumanize everybody else. Mm. So how do you do that by saying that you're chosen? by God, you're his chosen special as a unique people. Okay. And and that's how you get this kind of uh, over the top supremacist cattle, goy, dismissive. Oh, he's a goy. You know, they don't count. This is how you can devalue non-Jewish life because that's important for them. So I, I think he made a good a good point with um, the, their victim consciousness. They go to great lengths to um, relive trauma, yeah. right? Yeah. And th- this was and, and this was kind of odd to me because you know my grandparents on the Italian side, even though they didn't speak very good English, there wasn't much communication. But you know their thing was the war happened. It was fucking brutal <laughs> and that there was nothing left back in Italy to go back to. Um, and they did and they did their best to sort of insulate that, you know, we were we were a sort of product of the Second World War family. But they did their very best to sort of insulate from the trauma that they did go through and the upset that they did have. Whereas when I was in Israel, there was a memorial <laughs> literally every other week or some holiday that would be uh, some remembrance of where <laughs> either they lost or they won or, but, you know, they, but it was the most striking. It seems, like, it's, it seems like all their, all their holidays are, are celebrations of massacres and genocides. Yes. Yeah. A so lot. Th- that's a kind of, that's kind of a big tell right there. Right. Yeah. The other for me was, they have a, I don't know how true this is, but this was told to me in Israel, okay, by um, <laughs> Jewish people. That I think it's Yom Kippur, maybe. Yeah. Um, but basically, they say a prayer for all the either it's all the people that they're gonna 
sin against and what have you in the coming year or the past year i, f I forget which but i was like what what a weird um a plea to the lord to have this it wasn't wasn't a sort of lord's prayer um forgive um trespasses or sins as those who sort of sin against me it was just more like i'm gonna do it and so uh there I, I can get away with it because the, i don't know if, if it's a equivalency of the uh roman catholic uh, confession or something but um there was this element to it which was what i'm going to do to those who are non jewish right it, it gives it, it gives them license mm. to lie steal cheat make false oaths, enter into contracts that, that they have no intention of honoring. If you don't see how this is highly problematic, okay, and people might not want to cohabitate with you if you're going to steal from them, or this is the big thing. They don't believe in one, one standard meritocracy, okay? It's different rules for different people. We're, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not bound by or constrained by your morals and, and confined by anything. We can do whatever we like. Mm. And we, we can't be held accountable and responsible for anything. Now, th this is obviously excruciating and uh, highly problematic. Yeah, it, it it leads to um, character traits that essentially you select for over generations, and right. the you know I I say this I said it yesterday, but I've lived in many countries all across the world, and Israel was the only one where holy shit within a day right I. I'd got I'd been shortchanged by a taxi. Um <laughs> I I I defeft from you had to get down to your letterbox to make sure you got your mail because uh they go and uh, steal any bit of sort of anything with like a name and address on it and this type of thing to um and I whatever I ended up I was like paying for some dude's um satellite TV and shit, right? <laughs> they even had who it was right they knew the address of where to go because it, it, he paid for a service right that was coming to his house and the uh, place were just like oh yeah whatever um, carry on <laughs> we ain't doing anything yeah. so it was uh it was a culture shock in that respect and just i i don't know maybe it's a middle eastern thing of just I don't know, it's kind of sort of low trust societies. And so they play that game of, well, here's your change. And if you're not, if you're not going to do the thing of counting it, then it's on you that right. you didn't count it. And so they, they, they got one over on you and uh, bravo them. Right. And they, they even, they even believe that if, you, if let's say uh, if you can indirectly uh, kill a non-Jew, that's okay. And they're, go, go ahead and do that. Like if, for instance, if there's uh, somebody hanging off the cliff 
and you don't help them up. Good on you. That's a mitzvah. I mean, th- this is this is sick. This is a sick, sick theology. And people are too scared, right, to be to be smeared as an anti-Semite for calling it out for what it is, which is a, a malevolent, su- hateful, supremacist, evil theology. Mm. Well, which is why I'm taking such a close interest in it because of the SARS aspect, right? So, you know, numbers vary, but within the last three years, if you just take all-cause mortality, right, how many dead were we expecting on average, right? Globally, there's 30 million people not here for whatever reason, right? We can't just say it was all virus. But um, the issue that's really disturbing for me, and I don't know how much you want, you want me to bore you with technical details, but um, the vaccine technology that they rolled out, right, was, I don't, I don't know how much you know about it, but it was never, it's never been used before, which is to gene transfect your cells and have you express this peptide sequence, which is highly problematic in terms of downstream effects and the problem with these the disease mechanisms at play is that it it, it leverages a uh, quick way to you know what mad cow disease is right or mm-hmm. chronic, chronic wasting disease so there are literal epitopes in the spike protein and that your body will make if you get gene transfected that have the capability and within the last week we've had a preprint comes out that says a 20 amino acid sequence in that expression product is specific for prion protein which is the most dangerous and incapacitating form of protein misfolding disease that you can get so Kreutzfeldt Yakov disease, that type of thing. And and so all that's in there. And the issue that I see here is that they'll say, well, we didn't force you to take it, right? And so they, it it sort of fits that um, Mm -hmm. type of thinking where they were like, well, you know, we can, we'll deploy the weaponry and it's up, if they walk into it and voluntarily accept it, then yeah. What did you call it? A mitzvah? Oh, no. Yeah, it's a mitzvah, right? right. Yeah, what? yeah. What's it, a mitzvah? Uh, Do you have to. What does that translate to? A c- commandment. It's a commandment, and and uh, they they do have this um, very dark side that has been suppressed, and they, and they don't they don't share it openly, and. Uh, it's it's a it's a very difficult topic because they do have a lot of influence mm. and uh, they they are they are policing the internet mm. and they do control the narrative and the dissemination of the information and they have the platforms and they have the publishing world and they have the academic world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want if we're talking about full spectral dominance. You're you're looking at it. Yes, yeah. you're looking at it. Yeah, very much so. And 
you know i'll add this to a caveat that if people tuning in have never seen me before it's asian genotypes have advantage too right so it, it goes in order right so ashkenazi is most advantageous then east asian meaning chinese and the least favorable genotypes are south europeans and but we also know that u.s inf uh, institutes were heavily involved in the development of all this technology that was deployed um and then there's also you have the so what did i say chinese you've got the basically five eyes biowarfare infrastructure um this was i know you were you're familiar with the laboratories in ukraine and this type of thing and how yeah well i, I i've heard i've read about the uh the bioweapon labs in ukraine hmm. um it's 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 very troubling hmm. very troubling yeah now you, what you what you just said about the most susceptible, the be the best, most protected uh, gene types. RFK Jr. said that a couple of months ago, and they crucified him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been saying it for three years, right? Okay. So what he said was true. Yes. Correct? Yes. What he said was true, yet they smeared him as an anti-Semite, and then he had to do this whole groveling speaking tour mm -hmm. to show how how much he loves Israel and the Jewish people yeah. and backtrack or, or however backtrack he did. Well, you know, I, I'm very, very grateful. I know people that have worked with RFK, et cetera. And um, he's, he's gone in and stepped on some serious, political landmines where where i've been trying to shout for three years hey we need to be looking at these signals and these disease mechanisms because it's it's at an operational level most people can't even fathom we've got this whole sort of psychological operation of viruses aren't real that permeates everything it's just a flu etc when um it's it's a multi-factorial multi-scaled weapon from the molecular to the sociological that they implemented and fired and that's why the last three and a half four years has seemed so fucking weird and right. surreal yeah 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 it's totally surreal uh, if you asked me that if i'd been sitting here doing this and basically take my conventional career light it in flames and um <clears throat> be, be speaking about this this by warfare issue, I wouldn't have believed you if, um, four years ago. Um, but here yeah. we are. And the... Yeah. So, yeah, so the point I wanted to get to with RFK is, is I don't know how much that was a pressure release mechanism where they know that that data's out there. They can't hide it now. And so by RFK speaking about it in, well, you know, it was 
It was it was it was a it was a uh, hot mic situation. He was being recorded and he didn't realize he was being recorded. So yeah, I don't know that. He made this. I don't know. It wasn't like yeah. Well, he he was just sitting there. I mean, I know it was a dinner table, but I mean, yeah, yeah. How much? Right. There's so much deception going on and spy versus spy stuff that I don't know how much that was a preposition. Right. Yeah. Or, or just, mean, he, was, he wasn't he wasn't on a podium in an auditorium saying this. No. <laughs> is my uh, point. Yeah. And then so it gets out there. It it causes a brouhaha in the press for a week, two weeks. He then it it coincidentally happens at the same time that they're having a Senate meeting and hearing about censorship. Right, because they had they had prepositioned as well. I'll just I'll, as the bio warfare started, they they were prepositioned. They gamed everything, and they knew how to shut down um, networks and individuals who would be problematic talking about these particular issues. You know, much like um, Adam got. You know, he's. I've been debanked. You know, Adam's been debanked, taken off all the platforms, etc. I've had to, you know, fi- try to find a way around that to the point of trying to build my own sort of video streaming on demand. And you know, people have aggregated around and what what I am saying and helped in that fashion. Um, but the um, my my concern is is that they sort of. What's it called when they sort of put a small charge on a bigger bomb and they'll sort of blow it up and they they it gets rid of the threat that way and they've an, done it. an accelerant. Well, it's just like they've exploded that particular issue early enough in the sort of presidential campaign that it's it's not going to be coming up more and more and it's like it's been dealt with and then he had. Uh, Botech, the guy sort of going, oh, he's not yeah. an anti-Semite. Don't look at this. There's no need to look at this data anymore. And and it's more complex than saying it it was just Jews or Israel, right? It, it it's although Israel is a non-signatory to chemical and biological warfare conventions, there they have and the nuclear. and nuclear, yeah. That they have a, um, they have the technical know-how to do this type of thing. Sure. And my concern now is just that, oh, it it's got diffuse. It, it it's been taken off the table. It was brought for discussion, and now it's gone off the table, and no one else will want to bring it up because of the implications of what it means. And that goes even further for the, um, so you understand the concept of what like a binary agent is in biowarfare, chemical warfare. So you can have two inert compounds that until they're brought together, then they act as the poison. And you have to think of the virus and the gene transfection vaccination um, approach as a binary type to maximize the impact onto a country right and we mm-hmm. saw we saw things that we would I, I 
I think we would have never, I wouldn't have believed that you would have seen any other time, which is they forced the mass vaccination of the military. Mm -hmm. Everyone, right? Whereas the strategic thing to do is you say, okay, well, we'll disperse a little bit. We'll give half to the um, fighting forces and then the, the other half will try a different approaches. You want to sort of hedge your bets. But somehow there was the power to say every everyone gets it and it's mandated. And mm -hmm. there is, like, like I say, there's this long drawn out um, incapacitation and um, so what's technically called surreptitious disease mechanisms right so this type of neurological assault or protein misfolding it takes time from the initial exposure to the full emergence of the um, disease state um, are, you, are you concerned? Are you concerned they might be rolling something out for this fall, winter? Um, so I would say to people right now, I can tell you from the molecular biology that the gene transfection, it's, it's a complex um, disease dynamic right now because mm -hmm. what you have is because, because they went down this route of trying to vaccinate in the middle of a pandemic, right? So you've got the adaptation of the virus and every time they gene transfect and vaccinate people it forces another variant to emerge which your original antibodies that you make are going to be less tuned for and so what happens is is that there re there remains a high level of viral pathogen in the environment it never then goes back down to nothing baseline and so these, well, we should, I didn't prepare anything, but I could have sort of showed you why, what people should be looking at and why, why it would be concerning, right? Because these are 20, epit uh, 20 amino acid long sequences in something that's thousands long, right? But in the neuroscience molecular world we know that they're problematic we know that they cause this protein misfolding to begin to catalyze and start its cascades and they're gearing up to vaccinate again i don't think that they would get as many people not in the u.s in particular to go for another round but they'll try and each time that they're doing it it's having a major impact on the immune system and you're exposing yourself, those epitopes, those 20 amino acids, or in this case, it's slightly shorter in the current vaccine and circulating variant. And we don't know if that still has the prion protein specificity that was there in the original strain. And they were making people take the original strain for months and months, right? All through the first four or five series of boosters uh, series and then boosters the original mm -hmm. amino acid sequence was in those shots and and i would just say the damage would be cumulative um there's a reason that we're missing 30 million souls right now 
and the problem is is just if people get through it and they don't they're not impacted by it then they you have essentially the technical term is like a survivor bias and you think well it's, it's nothing i can ignore it now but the the ability for the virus to enter the brain still exists and the technology that they're using is what we call tissue agnostic meaning it doesn't stay in the arm it'll go to multiple organs and um, express itself and then you can see see familiar with like myocarditis right as right these sort of, all the heart condition all the circulatory circulatory issues right mm-hmm. um aneurysms right all this stuff yeah and they'll say oh it wasn't vaccine because it'll happen 60 days three uh, yeah, six months later yeah yeah and yeah. it's a nefarious uh if it if, if it is what it is what i'm postulating then it mm-hmm. was a wicked scheme that took a long time to plan out and you know i've been saying recently that you have to people need to understand right now that someone and some group of people had the understanding like when they made the atomic weapons right they had to have an understanding of fundamental physics um chemistry bring all these things up to the engineering and scale up to the point where they could make and and silo it enough so that people didn't even know what they were working on right for the manhattan project mm-hmm. the same thing will have happened right now if what we're seeing and dealing with is what i'm what i'm saying and they knew from the molecular to the sociological how to implement and fire downrange what it is that they did. Now, I, I feel like I, I, I do this stream every day <laughs> talking about. Well, it, it goes right into what we're talking about. The age of Aquarius, the Shabbos millennium, 6,000 years. We're entering the seventh millennium, the Shabbos millennium. And for a lot of these folks, it's an apocalyptic time, and they believe in in, in engineering, engineering this, bringing it to pass. They're not waiting for God's hand. They're not above putting their thumb on the scale of providence and engineering it. Mm. it, it history is replete with examples. Yep, I've heard this many a time, and, you know, this is, well, so this sort of leads into the discussions that I would have with Bjerknes, and I don't know, I think I did about, like, two or three streams with him, but I don't want to... What, what, what happened? He found out you were you were an agent? No, no, it, <laughs> it was... Um, Look, I was trying. I, I was trying to help him because he just—he was talking. He, he didn't have website or anything, and you know, I sort of had server space and streaming that sort of thing. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm happy to sort of help you try and, you know, have a platform." Because he's—he wasn't even able to be on Amazon or something like that, if I remember correctly. Right. He got—he got banned from Amazon for for a little while there, but he got back on. He did. Okay. Yeah. So, but 
I would have this discussion with him where he would go into this really, you know, I have to, he's very um, academic and scholastic. And also yeah. esoteric, and he would yeah. he would be talking about things that I just had never heard. You couldn't of. follow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't. If, if this is the problem, and I tried to I tried to explain this to him many times, you you can't discuss these topics as if the audience can follow you and 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 follow along with you. Mm. It, it, you you have to dumb it down mm. and introduce it and show bring you know ha- have context but he he goes right into the you know yeah, he goes, the, he goes the straight out yeah. yeah and so he sent me his you know at the time whatever his latest book and he was like um here you go read it and tell me what you think and like three four days later he was like well what, what do you think and i was like <laughs> john li- literally I got to like three, four pages in and, you know, it's referenced and everything, but I didn't know what the first thing literally that he's referencing was that it would take me to go through it. It would take months to do it properly and read all this stuff and find out the the history of it. And so, and just that he just shut off communication. He was like, I'm not talking to you. And, uh, Yeah, it's 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 uh it's something else. I mean, I had I had no idea, you know, he had some of these really supremacist views before and uh once I had this once once we had this flare up and this feud, uh somebody sent me this this email with fr- from his blogs and it was like, "My god, I, I, I you you read this and then you say you you feel like you're you feel like saying to yourself, I I, I really never knew this man." If this is if this is what he believes, but wow! But, well, it's, he, he he. How should I frame this? Well, I don't want to say it's him, but there's around him is the very much the look, man. We had an issue last week, right? With oh, I forgot what they're called now, blood something, and the dude all with tattoos on his face and um, bonehead bone face oh christ yeah Um, anyway that group um gdl i know look and i've i've seen gdl stuff on online where just like that he's just spoofing people on the internet look some of that shit is funny right and if it's funny (laughs) i i don't mind watching it and I'll, i'll i'll laugh along and um uh you know it's funny watching someone say you know have you read uh henry ford's um and then he'll he'll catch a few and um it's it's a sort of funny process to watch um there's there's a right way okay there's a there's an intelligent right way to wage this war and there is the useful idiot Mm. That prov- that gives the ADL all the optics and mm. sound bites that they need mm. to put flesh onto these anti-Semitic bones, give it full three dimensions, mm. and fundraise mm. and censor mm. and have congressional uh, you know hearings and ram this international Holocaust remembrance blah 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 blah. 
insane definition, this broad 50-page definition of everything they are guilty of, everything that they have done, everything that that they're in charge of, Mm -hmm. and to make it an intellectual no-go zone, a third rail that you can't can't say. Mm -hmm. So denying the reality and imposing this artificial kosher matrix world Mm -hmm. where they can do no wrong, they're faultless, they're falsely persecuted, the eternal victims, uh, how dare you, you know, and in the meantime, they're, they're murdering, you know, Palestinians on a daily basis. They're stealing lands. They're ethnically cleansing. They're running an apartheid state. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the, it's twilight zone shit. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the point I was trying to sort of get across. It got lost in the first stream because I got I received a whole bunch of. You, you streamed with Boneface? No, no, no. I was I was saying that this it I, as I was getting ready for the stream, it it appeared in my Discord. This um, I don't know what the flag unfurling, whatever march that uh-huh, they were doing, uh-huh. right? Right, and, right, right. And and after that, there was uh, this old clip in my discord and i was like oh i can use this i'll juxtapose the the two which was oh there were all these nazi marches and um actually you know you look back historically and um it was whatever uh mordecai uh, of the Benuno? is it i don't know the, of the jdl um group and it was it was jews that were actually doing it right yeah and, yeah and, and so the point I wanted to make was, so this this guy who's cosplaying in this fucking, I don't know, leather waistcoat, and he's got this big bling um, swastika on. He's, he with makes the, some... With the face tattoos, yeah, but, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got like this um, long rune. He's like ex-Marine, and like he's saying some important stuff. He's like, stand up for yourself. Yes, right now. Fuckers, you need to be standing up for yourself and you need to be extra, extra careful because if their system collapsing right now and literally if they've demonstrated to you that any tools are on the table, there's no Queensbury rules here and there's no uh, Geneva Conventions at play. Um, Stand up for yourself. That's good advice. I want people to (laughs) to take that on board. It is good advice. It is good advice. And then, yeah. So then he sort of, goes on to the point where okay well who are we what are we dealing with who's causing these problems and then it instantly goes into uh, a, a racial diatribe which is um white subjugators he calls it and there was a little bit before that where he was sort of saying that there are there are these problem groups but then he goes white subjugators and so it immediately tracks into this line of argumentation that is specifically race orientated whereas what he should have been if he if he had more sense well I, you know a lot of my stream is just like so piss taking out and um i don't know i try to make it funny for people right rather than just the dry science because i want to speak to people on a broader audience and not just i don't the scientific institutes are broken because of the infiltration and subversion so there's no point having um trying to appeal to that and um and then he sort of lists off all the problem groups 
So billionaires, the weaponization of free market capitalism, etc. All these, all these specific points, and of course, he he slams in there Jews as well, and all of those things are actually in the current context. If the scientific data is correct, uh, all have to be dragged out into the open and discussed fully, and boom, it just it, essentially it's torpedoing below the borderline the the trying to get this information out and um like i say i i, I can't guarantee that the ashkenazi advantageous polymorphisms is definitive right but it needs to be discussed you can't have that country anymore hiding behind ambiguity with respect to WMDs, etc. Even though we got the first safety signals with respect to gene transfection from Israel, right? But that's no uh, that's no defense in this type of scenario mm -hmm. because if you're dealing with a special interest group or or, or a select group, something like uh, I don't know Habad Lubavitch, right? Not every Jew is a Habad Lubavitcher or name you, you probably know way more than I do who are trying to reestablish a third temple etc all this and but within that group they don't mind doing their own to get away with it and they can say oh look we did uh, we did vaccines etc um, so you know don't look at us well no I think we, we we should be looking at you as we should be looking at our institutes etc everyone right now needs um, there needs to be a reckoning with what they've done right way, and, way overdue yeah way way overdue way overdue, mm. way overdue. Mm. And, and this goes right into the whole geopolitical mess you know and um the mass immigration and NATO and the composition of Europe and the EU. And it, listen, uh, I'm you understand this, and I'm sure you, your European audience understands this. Nothing about the last several decades was organic. Hmm. This was all carefully planned, engineered, choreographed, and run by the numbers. Hmm. Um, you could you could maybe have made that argument when I was a kid back in the seventies. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. But no, not not now. It's not. Um, it's not. Uh, it, it doesn't pass the sniff test. And we, the right. most recent example of that is the um, the issues on. In Israel, where they just basically had some form of race riots, right? Which was um, Eritreans, I think, Ethiopians, etc. And I, I know that bit of Tel Aviv where that happens. I used to live um, not far from there when I was there. You, you know, the, you know, they sterilize their women. The uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 ones... the they they sterilize the Ethiop Ethiopian yeah. Jewish women. Yeah, and they and they've successfully. Uh, shrunk their their uh, growth by like fifty percent. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable. And and Kevin, mm. it wasn't consensual. Mm. They just did it. 
without even asking or, or, or getting their consent. Mm. I mean, this, if that's not evil, if that's not the pinnacle of evil, mm. uh, you know, I don't know what is. Well, you know, their go-to, and again, again, this is because of the trauma that they force on themselves and their kids, rather than trying to protect their kids from past trauma, right? They, in, they instill it into their kids. And so uh -huh. they, they're very um, histrionic and um, paranoid, mm. very paranoid, uh, always, uh, always super defensive. Mm. Um, you know, when, when you have, you, you can't reconcile any of this stuff. You, you, you can't satisfactory satisfactorily, uh, you know, explain all of this away. It's just too much. So they're not even interested or in entertaining a conversation about it. They just want to shut down. Yeah. We, we don't want to discuss this. You're an anti-Semite. We're going to censor you. You're going to be banned. We're, we're taking away any platform that you can, you know, uh, have this kind of discussion. So, that that kind of once again it tells you it it it, it speaks volumes. Rules for they, but not for me. Uh, so. Right, right, <laughs> and, exactly, and exactly. Their you know their response was um, how should we say? Well, it it was just juxtaposed. It's, it's diametric opposite of what they demand of other nations, which is right. uh, you you have to take in this immigration and literally are you familiar with the book camp of the saints this was no, french book. No, no. it's french book from 70s 80s which was basically saying that france would be subsumed and there would just be mm -hmm. uh, from africa third world and they would um there would be a sort of last i, I have something here i'd like to share with you this is uh quote the homogeneity of Europe, European nations is fundamentally against the interests of the Jewish people. We are at a critical turning point in history. The West, the, uh, we are at a critical turning point. The West is becoming more and more racially diverse and soon the white race will be forced into submission. The future of the West is that of an ethnically diverse melting pot where the evil divisions of race and white supremacy no longer reign. This is all thanks to the tremendous power of, of our social movements and institutions. This great change will be catalyzed by Muslim settlement. From the land of Israel, Jews will forever be a light unto the, the new monoracial mono world as guaranteed by God. This is Rabbi Abraham Haviv at the World Jewish Congress Summit in 2011. And we have Margaret Specker-Lerner, uh, uh, Specker right, mm -hmm. saying that Jews are going to be resented because they're going to be at the forefront of this forced immigration, mm -hmm. right? 
policies. So, yeah, I, I'm rooting for Europe, man. I'm rooting for Europe. Get rid of these Zog puppet leaders you have. Reclaim your sovereignty. And then you can institute your own asylum and immigration laws and policies. They won't be rammed down your throats. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I understand you're losing your identity. You're, 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 you know, your countries are unrecognizable. We understand all this without having to be racist. Mm. Yeah, and you know the the problem is though is at, at what point and what type of action needs to be done, and I don't I don't know the answer to that. And it may be that um, like the job is already done, right? The they may have in the last right. three right. years seeded. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah everyone with a potential prion-like weapon and at the same time created enough instability that it just it just implodes and um they they hold all the Kevin let me ask you this so what you you, what you're positing here is that all of these shots and boosters are are ticking time bombs is that what you're saying yeah yeah. So eventually, we don't know when, or it's individual specific to whoever, whatever. There's so many factors, but th- that's essentially what you're saying is that this is a ticking time bomb. Yeah, and we've seen fertility drop. Um, we yep. know we know the lipid nanoparticle makes a beeline for the ovaries, um, and all the thing is, all these things were known prior to the um, vaccine rolling out. And and I was, like I say, I ran smack into the censorship wall as right at the beginning when I was saying, hey, you want to be a little careful around this thing because these viruses are neurotropic. They get into the brain. We've known this for a long time. We've known it from the original SARS and coronaviruses in general have a predilection. They can go up through the nasal cavity into the brain and they'll sit there, right? And, you know, and in my domain it was you know it was one of the uh, suspects for why people develop parkinson's and alzheimer's multiple sclerosis all these sort of neurodegenerative type conditions but there's a a lag time between exposure versus the emergence of the symptoms now under normal circumstances i would say to you well you know the number of ms cases is always it's a tragic disease, but it's fixed number per year or decade, etc. It's not. Um, it's, it, we have to deal with it, and our our immune systems have co-evolved with these pathogens, right? So there's a a, a, a redundancy, and some people are going to be more susceptible, etc. But this was before they've gone and done this mass gene transfection on people and it's a new way of quote-unquote vaccinating which is you take the genetic material that you wish to express you get it past the cell membrane and you have it translated so that it forms these peptides and like I say you only need these tiny fragments to cause this beginning of these prion cascades amyloid cascades and 
you know, I, I had a clip, oh, please tell me I grabbed it, but it was from Australia. And in um, Australia right now, so during lockdown, all cause mortality dropped below the five year average all the time the country was locked down with the, so they did the first two series and then they opened up and then boom, the all cause mortality shot up and it's maintained itself at around, I want to say the last number I saw was 16%. Someone put it in my chat and the, um, and so that in their parliament, they were asking, yeah, here, I can, I'm going to share my screen with you. <laughs> so, and the important thing to know is what, um, what this guy is saying, where's that, where is this excess death coming from? My question is to the minister representing the health minister, Minister Gallagher. Minister, in November 2022, I raised with you the issue of excess mortality as reported by the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Now, the most recent full report from the ABS shows that for the first nine months of 2022, there were nearly 20,000 excess deaths, which is about 16% about more than the baseline average. Now, of those, 8,160 deaths were attributed to COVID-19, so where's the rest from? Now, Minister, can you please confirm if the Department of Health has investigated this large increase in excess, in, in excess mortality, and if they have, can you advise the Senate what is causing this spike in deaths? Thank you, Senator Babette. Minister Gallagher. Uh, thank you, um, President. I thank Senator Babette for the question and also for uh, the advance um, indication that he would be asking a question around excess deaths. I can say that uh, the Department of Health uh, would, as routine, uh, look at the reports that come out through the ABS. As uh, the Senator indicated in his question, the reports that the ABS does into mortality statistics, um, the reports they do on the causes of death, and of course uh, the Department of Health would look at those and examine them. You can hear it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just checking. <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting here watching. Nice to see uh, if there are any trends or issues of concern. Um, I think uh, I'm advised that it's important to note that increases in deaths from a range of uh, other causes not related to COVID-19, because there is an indication of ex excess deaths related to COVID-19, have also been observed in 2022. And examples include deaths due to dementia, including Alzheimer's disease, which were 25.6% above the baseline average in June, and 21.8% above the baseline average for the year uh, to June. Um, and while the number of COVID-19 cases and associated deaths has increased in 2022, I think it is important to understand that the proportion of COVID-19 associated deaths relative to the numbers of cases of COVID-19 has decreased overall, which highlights the positive impact of the health measures. Well, that's, they got the, she said what I wanted her to say, which is that um, where, where, where were those deaths occurring? Precisely where you would predict um, amyloidogenic prion-like illnesses to emerge, Alzheimer's, neurodegeneration, and that Parkinson's, there's a whole list that I could run through. And they want people to think, well, if they didn't die from acute respiratory distress, well, it wasn't, wasn't SARS and it wasn't, wasn't the gene transfection technology. But I would say, no, that's precisely the signal 
That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm, let's say, I'm, I've been doing this three and a half, well, since the pandemic first really started. And this was the one thing that I was warning people about. And it's come with this, well, this very disturbing um, signature in the, in the molecular biology. I mean, I can, I can pull, I, I've got a couple of papers I could just show you that it's very clear that it exists. Um, maybe people that watch you are going to come in here and haven't seen this data. I, I don't think so we're going to How do you getting... feel about that? How, how do you feel uh, as, as a scientist, as a, someone with a PhD in this, how do you feel that they have this power to deny facts and to suppress reality? I mean, it's, it's, it's really astonishing, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's beyond impressive, um, and it's frightening. Now, you know, mm -hmm. the issue has been, well, you know, I'm still here talking about it, so um, they aren't that overtly concerned about it, right? But then I only reach a few hundred people on a live stream, and, you know, if I'm lucky, 1,500 people will watch each day. Um, as I go through, I, I've been doing this, you know, virtually every day, saying you've got to look for this data and this signal in, in the scientific literature. And there is a, I, I get it. There's a lot of rubbish out there, etc. But these mechanisms have been well understood. And I don't want to ask how old you are, but do you have recollections of the mag cow issue in the UK? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Those. So, so, so there's a spectrum of um, toxicity with respect to these misfolded proteins, where prion protein is the most toxic. So, people who handle brains from Creutzfeldt Jakob disease patients. They've literally, and this happened just a couple of years ago, two young researchers in France, very quickly, one after the other, after handling Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease brains, were dead within weeks of mishandling the tissue. Oh. Um, the problem we have, and this is, you know, I, I know the public literature, well, the scientific literature, well, I don't know what they've done in weapons type laboratories and weapons research where you would need vast amounts of computation to be able to if these epitopes these peptide signatures are synthetic to be able to draw that out and make it specific to prion protein that's that's a very very i i, I don't have good answers for that but why, why are they even messing with this stuff? Right. Why are they even even interested in so-called gain of function? Mm. I, I, you know, mm. it, the, the, these none, none of these answers that, that we've ever gotten have ever been satisfactory. They, they try to say, oh, we're, we're doing this in case what? The Russians attack us 
with some kind of SARS virus. So they have a they have a the, the web the ammunition to fight some something. So that's that's actually the the reason that they give, and and so a lot of this came as a consequence of nine eleven, right? So cast your mind back, and not only did towers come down, remember what else happened? A nine eleven, they stole the gold in, in the World Trade Center. Not that. Well, that would be the obvious thing that they would do, but <laughs> another another uh, event unfurled at the same time. Uh, white powder. What? Remember that? Oh, oh, the anthrax. Yes, the anthrax, right? Yeah. And do you know where that anthrax came from? Fort Detrick. Right. Right. So this wasn't um Ab Abdul and would, oh i'm sorry I, sorry to cut you off how would some jihadi in afghanistan or pakistan or anywhere else in the middle east get their hands on fort dietrich anthrax mm. it's, it's impossible so it tells it's you impossible within within that deep state contiguous government the whatever you want to call it however you conceptualize it there was someone who was willing to use that to initiate the and reinforce the Patriot Act. But what it did uh -huh. at the same time is it began the process of them saying, hey, we've got to be doing the research on bio warfare because we need countermeasures. And literally from that point on developed a multi-billion dollar industry of gain of function research and develop some response to it and you, you want you want to hear something you want to hear something fascinating kevin sure. the, the two senators that were were going to vote against the patriot act mm. uh tom dashell and patrick Leahy. yeah they, they were the were ones who received it right yeah they're yeah. the ones that received the real anthrax, and then Judith Miller and Tom Brokaw got the talcum powder. Right. Yeah. Right? And, and guess what happened? Uh, they voted for the Patriot Act. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, this has been at least decades, a few decades in the making, whether, you know, again, I, I, we haven't touched on this, this Abraham um uh deception i guess mm -hmm. for this ability to sort of go back um generations and if if they were if they're capable of that but just from that point on right we were in an inexorable decline i guess whichever way you want to i guess it's relative but you know a, a, a slide down towards what we've seen in the last um, three years look again you can look at the data and chinese genetics have advantageous polymorphisms but the, the only in one place ashkenazi have it in two different places along the spike protein in two critical areas receptor binding motif and also something called the furin cleavage site and it was the furin cleavage site which alerted many people that there that this agent was essentially synthetic in mm -hmm. nature and you know it's, how do how do you have this conversation with um 
when you know, RFK's already done it. And I, I'm not sure we'll hear more about it because, again, you're going to run up against, well, oh, that's national security. We, we can't spill the beans over that. And that's the first brick wall you'll really slam into. And then the next is, well, hang on a minute, we think you could have foreign actors at play, which could be sort of special interest groups that, you know, someone in my chat said the other day that these people are able to use states as much as they can use individuals or groups of people. Like they have that amount of power. And I right. think- Well, if, <clears throat> if they can, if they can engineer, you know, global conflagrations and world wars and, uh, you know, uh, pandemics, uh, you can't underestimate their, their power. Mm. Uh, it's, it's formidable. Mm. And, and I, the, what you said about RFK, mm. you do understand that they're saying in the, the, the mainstream, the normies out there believe that that was some kind of anti-Semitic misstep mm. and it's not true. They mm. don't believe that that's true. Right. Right. And I don't know how you breach that. And so the so what does that world look like? Well, okay, so we, we may be getting into this system collapse, culling type re reduction mm -hmm. of population. And then if the if their prophecies are correct, they get their sort of Noahide compliant world where they're top dogs and they have their whatever thousands of slaves to personal <laughs> 20, slaves. Yeah. Right. Um well, if that's where we're heading, my sort of advice is, well, we need to make sure that this information gets through that boundary condition of these these cataclysmic events and then crawl out the other side and keep the information going that, well, th here were the problem groups that we should be looking at very, very closely because they'll come at you again. And... Again, I'm not sure how that looks like right now. Non-compliance, I would say, with any of the diktats. But the, um, I would I would put forward the premise that, particularly if you're getting exposed via the needle, um, that damage will be cumulative, and um, I would encourage everyone to think about it in terms of biowarfare agents and just sidle Don't back. Do it. What, what, what more do you need to see? The people that are fully vaxxed, fully boosted, mm. getting getting COVID two, three times. Mm. I mean, if, if that's not a, a, you know, a warning right there, and yeah. then the whole died suddenly phenomena, and they have the temerity to gaslight us and tell us, oh, this has always ha been happening. Oh, yeah, a 16-year-old uh, playing soccer or playing football, as you like to call it, in, you know, in, in, the, in the peak of their uh, physical abilities, dropping dead, mm. massive heart attack or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, it hasn't always been happening. No. This is a new phenomenon. You're being gaslighted. 
on a daily basis and they have no answers just more lies yeah yeah and that uh, all, all i would say is that these so this this these power groups operate in the corporate sphere that's where they wield power yeah and yeah. the um so the answer to that in my mind is well disengage with the corporate world as much as humanly possible now i i kind of feel a sort of moral ethical obligation to be speaking out about this type of stuff that's it was sort of to me that was baked into getting the phd right you had to communicate mm -hmm. science and no matter how uncomfortable it was um you do it and articulate it as best as you can um but the f for other people right now there's no need for you to maintain your anonymity if you're posting comments <laughs> on uh, this stream right now, um, don't don't give them the the excuse to come and leverage the corporate goons against you, right? And that's you know that's tough to hear i would imagine for many americans who have this idea of um first second amendment rights etc and there's a sort of get up and go attitude and um i well i mean they've been learning a lesson recently the adl is uh doing their best to you know fill the shoes of big brother and be the policeman on the internet and censor whatever they don't like i remember the days kevin when an anti-Semite was someone who didn't like Jews. Now it seems to be anyone Jews don't like. So yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. And when you, the problem is, is when you see how many are in key positions within the institutes. You know, that's a vicious anti-Semitic trope. It's not true. <laughs> but it's you know, if you can't talk about it, you can't fix the problem, right? And. <clears throat> You know, so, you know, I'm very grateful for RFK stepping up and bringing that subject matter to the public's consciousness. The problem is, is that I just think that it'll just get swamped in the the news cycle. And, um, you know, it's it's pretty obvious that he's um, well, the Democrats don't want anything to do with him yet. He's he's sort of convinced that he's going to be able to go through the i forget what you're like primaries and stuff in the in the u.s that's what we call it right when they do the selection and the and he's never going to be accepted he's no. never going to be accepted by the establishment no. uh they are they're already they're already tarring him as uh carrying water for the republicans mm. uh you know the, he, he's got more support in like the so-called truth community right because he is not on board with the whole pandemic and he tells you the truth about vaccines mm. and the the genesis of this and everything else so i was very much supporting him i i i actually told my audience that i i i, I came off the uh the the two-party duopoly hamster wheel and i wasn't gonna I, I didn't participate in the last several elections three four elections but I, I told my audience I was going to actively su support 
uh, RFK. And I was doing that, but then his whole grovel, Shmuley Boteak, speaking tour Israel can do no wrong that that got me off I, I can't I can't support him now well you know again I would say okay like the the primary issues we have right now if if we're in this system collapse where they've utilized these weapons and he's you're not going to find a US um, candidate who doesn't no. Um, no. criticize Israel. So you, it's kind no. of like, okay, you're just going to have to have that aspect there. And so which other issues can you bring to the fore? And, you know, he's saying the right things about um, these types of technology. He is. He is. E even with this baggage, he's the best mm. uh, 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 possible candidate. Mm. I agree. Yeah. And it, that may be the sort of last um stop before well you know if if they're oh, really again? going in full full system collapse i don't know what that looks like the you know i i'd imagine it's more you know banking that type of thing right right people's... right it, it would come it would come in the form at least the beginning would come in a form of an economic collapse right yeah, yes uh, a run on banks, hyperinflation, mm. dislocation in the supply chain, people freaking out, possibly energy dis disruptions, internet disruptions. Mm. And, you know, I, I guess that would kind of look like the the onset of a of a, of a total collapse. And and once that happens, you know, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to organize and to. Um, mount anything approximately you go back a hundred years right the, yeah <laughs> and yeah. so you know if there's no fuel to run your cars and what little fuel there is you're going to save it for essential journeys only um maybe you might be able to have a local area network maybe and but you know beyond i say i don't know how that unfolds or, or looks but you know putting, putting my finger out and feeling the 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 direction of the winds blowing it feels that's the trajectory that we're on right now and and so this always i always try and talk about well when someone's eschatology or um Worldview is one where they're telling you, hey, we, we're going to do this. We think of you like this. And, you know, I got a up close lesson in when Muslims talk about striking at the neck. Yeah, they do it. Right. And so take them at their word when they say that they're going to do uh, when they're ideologically driven to do a set of especially. I want to say just religiously, but. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Just religiously, eschatologically motivated behaviors, and they're telling you, right? That's that's their whole, their whole. That's that's what I sort of understood from Bjerknes. That that's their, um, that's their end times prophecy, right? Christians have another one. Muslims have another. It's it's uh it's it's really bad because you you have people actively uh, 
rooting for the end of the world, right? Mm. Because they they win, right? It, it, the end of the world, it, uh, Jesus descends from the clouds and saves them. So they need this to happen and they're rooting for it, which is uh, disturbing beyond belief. And it plays right into the circumstances because things are progressively deteriorating. Yeah. We see the this. Uh, we're not we're not beginning this collapse. We're in the midst of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. it's, it's and I, uh and I yeah. don't know how much is like sort of club of Rome Malthusian type thinking right. at the upper echelons etc it's just maybe it's just all a toxic mix sort of um coming together and um yeah we're just sort of in this well, you know, you get, again, you get into the metaphysical. About... It's the shock callers, the shock callers in Basel, Switzerland, in Brussels, Belgium, in the city of London, New York City, Washington, D.C. That, you know, and who's pulling the strings? I, I guarantee you it's those we dare not speak of, those who cannot be named. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we've been, I want to do some of the, prophecy stuff and we've been talking two hours and um would you take questions i know that i know there's people in the chat that would be dying to ask your opinion and have a little back and forth would you be yeah. down for that yeah. to take uh, I, I need a sort of little bathroom break we'll take five minutes I'll yeah just i'll take one this. with you i'll take yeah. one with you and then um paul i know you're in the chat I know you're sort of itching to um, ask. <laughs> Keep it polite, and uh, we'll we'll see how this. Because I I'm interested in this historical context as well. I sure, want to, sure. I'll so. be right back. All right, awesome. All right, folks. I will be back in a few minutes. Uh, bear with me.
All right, folks. Um, so what I'm going to do is do this and pull, try and join the Zoom call, and um, I'll bring you in. Then, um, yeah, I, I was sorry I didn't speak about <laughs> Abrahamic uh, deception. So maybe I will, I can amend that right now and. Let's do this, do this, and what I would ask is, uh, please, gentlemanly, um, back and forth, and let's see, um, do this, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe we get Spurg out, but um, we'll see if he picks up. Or maybe Doc Keck is around. But, um, yeah, it was uh, two hours flew by there. Um, so I didn't get a pickup with Paul. So... I see him in the chat. What time is it? 20, 20 minutes ago. And we'll never rush God. Well, they're trying. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess. Uh, it's not Nick I want to... Calling. I want uh, Prophet Paul. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah, maybe we get Spurg out. But um, all right, sorry about that. Yeah, hang on a minute. Um, the guy uh, okay. just trying to grab. I can hear the stream playing, Paul, and I need you to join the Zoom link I've sent you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You don't use Discord. Click the Zoom link, okay? And then... Oh, okay, that's the one underneath. Yeah. And then I'll let you right. know. Right. Uh, launch meeting. Yep. Sign in. Yep. I'm hanging up Discord, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, Paul is... He's very knowledgeable about scripture. Um um, but uh, very uh, devout Christian. And I, if I was to try and sort of encapsulate his viewpoint is he's, he's one that has been that Christianity has been a bulwark against um, uh, Kabbalah um, and other other joys that we've come to know and love. So uh, I, I can debunk that very, very easily. Well, uh, so you, we, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's very simple. The, let me, let me, the, let me, let me just do something real quick. I'm going to try and okay. keep this gentlemanly academic debate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, 
meet Albert. Albert, meet Paul. Um, hey, Paul. Hello, Albert. <laughs> hello, I think we've met before. How you doing, Paul? All right, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Okay, so let me let me frame. Oh, I keep breaking my chair. It's a bloody expensive one as well. Um, hang on. So I, I I tried to summarize your position, which was one that Christianity has been a bulwark against, particularly Talmudic, Kabbalistic type thinking and its infiltration into our institutes. And as um, Albert is our guest, um, I, I know I asked you this earlier, but what's your take on that position and line of argument from um, the Christian viewpoint where they make that line of argument? I, I can I understand some of their talking points, okay? And, and that might have been applicable to monarchical Europe, so-called more classical Christendom. At one at, at, at various points throughout history, they put the Talmud on trial in France, the, the Catholic Church. They did? When was this? Yeah. This is neat to me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't remember the date. It was in the Middle Ages. Okay. Mm. But, but but uh Paul probably knows this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so you 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 can certainly make that the, the, that argument, but we are where we are. Okay? And the 19th century the greatest mass murderers were was obviously the British Empire. Okay? And the continuation of the British Empire is America in the 20th and 21st centuries have carried that legacy as the greatest mass murderers on the planet. Hey, way, I think Stalin. Way cheap, way cheap, what? I think Stalin might have a uh, Pol Well, you know, uh, Stalin, Stalin, yeah, yeah. Stalin was, was very bad. Very bad, Kevin. But we're just talking about the numbers, the people that the generated the most wars, the most carnage, the most uh, the most exploitation, right? Mm. I, I think these are that's kind of an irrefutable fact, correct? Nineteenth century was the British Empire. The twentieth and the twenty first century uh, combined is now America. America has has t has has taken that mantle. Okay, but what they both have in common is they're both uh, Jewish puppet vassal slave states okay so uh you can't make that argument that christianity is a bulwark against judaism if you are in fact the greatest collaborators soldiers and slaves of jewelry for the last two and a half centuries that's it, it's not it's not like uh um your fault paul it's it's one of these irrefutable facts. If it was if it was truly a bulwark against Judaism or, or international organized world Jewry, as as you say, then your countries and your theological uh, institutions wouldn't have been compromised and taken over. Which is a fair point. Um... Well, I, I, I don't. I disagree, and uh, I just wanted to say that um, 
I was one of the first people, whether you believe it or not, to point out that uh, the Jews were behind the release of the virus. And yeah, we don't say, know well, that they are. That, it's just... that's all. That's all. That, <laughs> it's that's, just there's that... evidence pointing that way. Just well, I, I maintain it, and I've said it from the start. I said it in March 2020, and you know this. And you might say, "Well, that's all Kabbalah. That's all this. That's all that." But I pointed out that the Furin cleavage site has a gematria value of 72. And that's the number that's used by Chabad to denote the Gentile nations, the 72 Gentile nations. And COVID-19 also equals 72. And the word Gentile also equals 72. And I pointed this out and said, the Jews are behind this. They've released this virus. It's their way to conquer the world through disease and through death. And they have got a... They have got a um, it's in fact it's on Investopedia. They've got a rule. They've got a, a, a calculation called the Rule of Seventy-Two, which allows them to calculate compound interest very, very quickly. The Rule of Seventy-Two. So this number seventy-two is linked to seventy-two Gentile nations and to conquering the Gentiles. And so, whatever way you want to look at it, I pointed out in March the Jews were behind this. And yes. The Anglo-Zionists, the, the, the English-speaking countries, made a deal with the devil. They made a, I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the East India Company. And, uh, I mean, they, they had the Sassoons selling drugs for them uh, in right. China. And they compromised the, uh, the, the, America, the Americas. It was only through... The, um, the revolt against the British crown and the writing of the constitution. And let me remind you that, that the people that wrote that constitution were Christians. A lot, of, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were Christians. Your second president, Adam Smith, was a Unitarian. They sat down, they wrote this constitution and said, look, we have natural law, we have unalienable rights, we have the right of free speech, et cetera, et cetera. So it, there, is a great, there is a big Christian fundamental pushback against this but the but the, the the key problem is the british crown the east india company getting together with the zionists and they made a deal and part of that deal led to two world wars part of that deal was you do you you wash our back we'll wash your back you give us the you get you you get rid of the turks and mm -hmm. the uh, the ottoman empire and give us a, a, the balfour declaration and we'll move in there we, we'll get our little piece of the homeland uh you you get rid of the ottoman empire uh, and 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 it was part of their 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 policy and they did that and it took two world wars two world wars and untold deaths to do that but at the same time as they did that we had another group of jews launch the bolshevik revolution so uh, we've right. been, ca been captured <laughs> exactly Captured, whatever way you look at it, we've had it's Jew against Jew, right? It's the communist Jews on the one side and the Anglo Zionist Jews on the other side. And we're still in that, we're still in that model because we've got your, your, your Trumps and your, uh, and your, your JFKs and, and all the others who are like uh, Zionists. They're Zionists, right? Paul, can, I, can I jump in before I forget and I'll, I'll flip it right back to you? I, I dis I disagree. Uh, I, I agree with ninety percent of what you said. Uh, I disagree that th it's the so-called 
communist Bolshevik Jews of the East against the Zionist Western Jews of the West. I believe it's a it's a monolithic force. They they use that dialectic. Oh, I agree. It's, I agree. It's, yeah, it's, right. it's a yeah, more yeah. efficient way yeah. Yeah, to, loot, yeah. to loot the planet when it's, yeah, yeah, when it's right. a bipolar thing. But it, yeah. it's it's the same group yeah. calls the shots in the East and the West. Yeah, it's not. There's because no what there's no have, Jew against Jew. It's Jew against non-Jew. Yeah, but what <laughs> this is it? What it what it what it is? You're correct. But what it is is they've set up this dialectic. Right. But there's an overarching, there's an overarching power which you can't get at, which is above your Trumps and your Bolsheviks. There is an uh, they set one group. It's last man standing. They set right. one group fighting against the other, and there's an overarching Jewish power group above that that controls everything. Well, I, we're, we're in agreement. So how how has Christianity been a bulwark against this? It's it hasn't. Yeah, which we're is what which I'm is saying, my question. What, <laughs> I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is what I'm saying what I'm saying is I'm looking at the long term, the last two thousand years. And I'm saying is right from its instigation, Christianity was attacked by the Jews. It, it, they they tried to suppress it. They tried. They persecuted it. Um, they killed thousands of Christians. Uh, that they Paul, who started Christianity? Jews, of course. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, I it mean, was, no, it was a Jewish gonna, sect. Nobody's going to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, it was a Jewish sect. Nobody's going to dispute that. I, I don't right. see what the, but they hate they hated it from the start. They tried to suppress it from the from its very beginning. It, even even I mean even uh, well, well you you know the the the, the um right, I'll give you a, a little story. The the first Christians. This is in about eighty sixty four. Um, there was a persecution. They were thrown to the lions in the Colosseum by Nero. Okay. I have to stop you right there. The, 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 you need you need the evidence to support the uh, the Christians in the Colosseum. Uh, I've read too much to that that that's that's just you know mythological. No, and, it's not. And it's you not do. Exactly. The yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you. So, so I'm going to adjudicate here a little bit. So, what reference would you um, pull that we could objectively look at to say Christians were being thrown to the lions in 80 what did you say 64 i uh, tacitus uh, uh actually in his histories um says that the romans because he thought he thought he didn't think much of the christians at all he wasn't he, you know he, he thought they were a weird sect but even he said that the romans took pity on the christians because nero used them as a Firelighters in his garden parties. He had them covered in tar and, and lit up to, to light his garden parties. Now Nero was known. Uh, he, he his name in the Latin is actually equals six six six. The first century Christians thought of him as he was the epitome of an imperial power. That was and but the thing is, you say, well, but what's Tacitus this is is nailed on Romans. that time period and. This. Yeah, yeah, and he he reports on that. But the point is, is that he, he you would say, well, that's a Roman. It's nothing to do with the Jews. That was a Roman emperor, emperor 
he was a bit mad. Everybody can, knows that Nero was a bit mad. He then the thing is, the, the question is, what's it got to do with the Jews, the, the 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 Christians being persecuted by Nero? And I'll tell you what, his mistress Poppaea was a Jewish convert because Nero had in his court at the time he had the temple treasurer hostage, and he, the temple treasurer we know this from Josephus, the temple treasurer converted uh, Poppaea. She became a proselyte of the gate. And Nero had a big building project. He wanted to rebuild Rome, but he couldn't. So he, he had to get rid of the old tenements. And I, I, I'm this is speculation, but I'm betting my dollars on it that he his mistress, Poppaea, said to him, you know those Christians over there, blame them, set fire to it. Set fire, set fire to it. Do your building project. We'll, we'll burn it down. Set fire to it and blame that group over there. Nobody likes them. They're weirdos. And so um, I, I bet you the, the Jews had a hand in it because they were, a, they were a small sect. They were virtually unknown, uh, and, and, and they got blamed for the great fire of Rome. Uh, and, you know, the, the legend is that um, Nero played his harp while Rome burnt, and he right. thought it was Fiddles. great. Yeah. I, have, I, I just have a couple. Of, I, have a, I have just a couple of points. Um, first of all, you – Tacitus and Josephus, these are very, very suspect sources um, from, from my understanding. Uh, Josephus was a, was a Flavian Jew historian, okay, uh, uh, sponsored by the— say, yeah. say that again? I didn't hit a Flavian. He, he was, he was a, a Flavian Jew historian to the royal, to the imperial court. Okay, a Flavian. So, That's new to me. The Flavian Vespasian and his son Titus. Okay. Okay. Let's go to let's go to seventy A.D. The Great Jewish War, and they it kicked off in sixty six, and they wrapped it up in seventy A.D. That with the sacking of the and the burning of the of the temple, right? Well, seventy three. Seventy three was the end. Was went the last fortress Masada fell. That was seventy three. When they sacked, when they sacked the the the, uh, the temple in Jerusalem, that was seventy. Yeah, seventy, right, right. That, that that's that, those are the those were the Flavian. That was the Fla- That was the beginning of the Flavian line of emperors. Yeah. So th- that that's well. I'm just I'm just uh, explaining it to, to Kevin. So, yeah, so um, he was biased. I want so you. Was, I want you to yeah. think about this. I want you to think about this. We'll go back to even a couple hundred years before the alleged birth of Christ. Okay, as as we're we're nearing this this area, the 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 uh, the start of the, the the new calendar, right? There was a millenarian messianic fervor amongst the the, the Jews of Palestine. Okay, and you had. So you had so many sects and subsects, you know, they were tired of being uh, occupied, dictated to um, by the Assyrians, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Greeks, the Romans, that they conceived of a plan. Okay. We can't, possibly defeat these Gentiles numerically it's 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 an impossibility 
We're, we're, we don't have the numbers to deal with, with these empires. So we're going to take, a, we're going to do a long game. And we're going to create a theology to subjugate the Greco-Roman, Latin, Greek-speaking world. And th- th- this is th- this is the theory that I posit. And it's you can find a lot of yeah, but, but what you're saying, what what you're saying is, is that the Apostle Paul um, voluntarily had himself beheaded. That James had himself voluntarily beheaded. The, the, all these is, Christians you can't, have themselves you can't killed. Prove that any of those beheadings happened? No, you can't. Yeah, well, well, if we're going to, if we're going to, you, you I mean, can't, if you we're can't going prove to that. dismiss, if we're going to dismiss Tacitus, if we're going to dismiss Jesus, yes, yes. Well, then we can, we're going to dismiss can, them. Well, then I can dismiss your theory because it's not that, based on history. Right. That, it's not that, based that, on That is your right. It's not, ba- it's I, not I, based I, on I, history. I, Look, I, so I know let, let me let me let me. I know that Josephus was a Flavian. I know that Josephus was a Flavian. I know that he had contacts with with the Roman court. I know that he was a turncoat because he betrayed his own people exactly. at the beginning of the Jewish war. I know exactly. he acted. He acted to save his own hide. But and 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 is his reporting biased in some ways? Yes, and all historians exactly. know that, and all historians know that. But that doesn't right. mean that what he says, his account of the war. Are you saying his account of the Roman war is wrong? Because I, I, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm saying he, is he, he, what I'm he saying is you, the whole I'm agreeing with you. He can't he, he can't well, be trusted. Well. He can't be tr- he can't be trusted, and he's hardly a reliable source. That's all I'm saying. And what about Tacitus then? Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 listen. I would be more than happy to go through this because I've 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 done this stuff with with the sources, and at least you're not giving me that that bogus Pontius Pilate letter. Thank thank you for that. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of of. Uh, disinformation okay and i i don't think that the, they are reliable sources that's all now if have you ever even pondered on the possibility of this happening just just think about it have you ever even considered it well that the, the whole of christianity is a hoax a jewish yes hoax. Yes. And that people and that the, the fact that people were murdered. Um yes. you know, they 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 volunteered to be murdered by the Jews just to per, per, perpetuate this hoax. And that Josephus uh, wrote a false history and Suetonius uh, and Tacitus wrote false histories and um that the Jews, you know, and the the fact that they detest Christianity, subverted the early church, went into the but, early church, and yeah, tried that, that to, to me seems a critical point here, Paul. Is that if you're saying that they went into the early church, um, how can how can you trust anything? Even even if the intentions were completely pure at the beginning, I mean, uh, when you say they went into the early church, what year are you saying for that? Before seventy, because the apostle Before Paul 70. says, "Okay, the apostle so Paul, look, look now, listen." The apostle Paul, everywhere he went in Asia Minor, groups of Jews followed him and tried to undermine his teaching. Everywhere he went, 
They tried to undermine his teaching. He was stoned once. He was dragged out and stoned. All sorts of things happened to him. Now you can say, well, that's all made up. Fair enough. But the point is, yes. is that at one point, yeah, that's what you'd say. And that, yeah, that's an easy right, argument. Right. Every, every, uh, well, that's well, an easy argument. Did you, know, did you know, Paul, did you know that Paul was the student of the most venerated rabbi in in, in the Middle East? Gamaliel, yes. Of course I know. Okay. So he was a Hebrew you of the think, Hebrews. You, so you don't think it's plausible that he was tasked with 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 this mission to to subjugate those that you cannot militarily defeat through through being conquered theologically. He was. He, he was. It's, he was infin- it's he infinitely was. plausible. He and was tasked by a mission. Or he was exactly, but mission. not by Jesus I, Christ on the road See, to Damascus. That's, that's, no, yeah, exactly, exactly. He, he, he look. You're trying to say he's just a Jewish spy, and but yes. the thing is, they followed him everywhere he went. They he wore at one point in one of his epistles, he says, "All those of Asia have turned against me." Right? He says they've all turned against me. All those of Asia have turned against me. And you're saying it's all a trick. Everything yes, from the they, very they beginning. In, they, well, That's first that. they they tweaked it. They, they they tweaked it. Okay, they had to make it appealing to the uh, pre-Christian pagans, Latin Greeks, okay, of the area. So they had to make it uh, favorable for Rome, even though the Jews see Rome as Edom, the implacable enemy of the Jewish people, and they have death fantasies of Rome burning, being raised to the ground, and and all the inhabitants and, and, and all the Italians dying horrible deaths. Okay. Yeah, but that didn't happen. What happened was what happened. It didn't it what, didn't happen yet, but they wanted to happen. What happened was the Jews were kicked out the land three times by God for, for their disobedience. Yeah, and you can laugh, but that's a fact. No, they no, chose, I just, it, 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 they listen, chose I, by a by I understand I understand you're 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 a devout Christian and, and this is what you believe, okay? That's fine. I, I'm history. just I'm I'm just telling you that even in the time of Jesus, if if there was this Jesus figure, okay, and, and he was doing all these miracles, uh, healing the sick, the, the making the blind see, the deaf hear, raising the dead, exercising demons from people and putting them in pigs, uh, all of these miracles, water to wine. You don't even, you don't even know what that, sorry. Can I finish? Can I, I've, I've heard no. you say this before, because I think you said it with on uh, Adam's green stream about the. Uh, I'm sure I have said it before. Okay. Okay. So you, you know what I'm saying? If, if there was, if there was, if such a, if such a person existed, there would be third party corroborations from here till kingdom come. Everywhere, everyone would have been writing about this this amazing Jesus. He would have been a, a rock star on steroids. Can I? Can I? Just, and we and I... we have no third party corroboration whatsoever. Which is okay. I, I, the scientist in me says, okay, I want to see as much evidence as possible for, um, regardless of Old Testament, the miracles of jesus as told by right. can i can i can i get two pence in here F- firstly 
the the Christian sect was very small. It started off with only 12 disciples, maybe 500 by the time Jesus was crucified. Uh, it wasn't a huge movement at all. And so um, corroboration of, uh, you know. Which makes my point even more clear, right? If, if yeah, you no, did but, all these but, things, but, you, there would be tens of thousands to, of followers. You've got to put things into context when you when you look at homer's odyssey there are only 10 copies of that and they were written centuries afterwards you've got to put things in the context of the time they happened this is not unusual that there you want but i wanted to get back on this miracle with the pigs because you keep saying the the, the, the demon possession with the pigs because you don't understand what you're reading you don't understand what hang, you're hang on this this wasn't in the context. i'm presuming this is something albert said in another stream well so he's better, just, he, better... mentioned, he mentioned he mentioned the demons and the casting out of demons the possessed the, the possessed the, the possessed the pigs the, right. the, and, and and saying yeah and well, then they, went they, they flew over a cliff into the water right is that yeah, the story? okay yeah that's a story that's a story yeah and you laugh because you don't understand because it's a story it's fiction well i do have me... to say that i just watched uh the latest russell crowe movie the exorcist or the pope's exorcist i watched him cast a spirit into the pig <laughs> and then blow its brains out with a shotgun i was uh there you have it kevin <laughs> it was good it was a, it was a great opening it scene it was a yeah, great opening saw, scene you, you saw it with your own eyes a priest driving a demon into a pig well, can, I, can i can i get my you, you made can your I... point case closed well I don't know. Can is there I more to my... the the story here with the how Can how I is it being misinterpreted? Maybe. Right. Okay. Firstly, a demon is an unclean spirit. That's that's all it means. It doesn't mean a supernatural being necessarily. It means an unclean spirit. And the first thing is, so you, you might have, nowadays you'd see somebody who was schizophrenic hearing voices was demon possessed. But in any case, the first thing is this man was found amongst the dead bodies a cemetery uh he he was he'd been expelled from society he was living in a graveyard he represented the nation of israel because he was cutting himself with stones he was self-harming now the first the, the first that's the first hint that we're dealing with something that's more than just a miracle story because the the jews when they wandered around the wilderness before they entered the land of israel they were uncircumcised there was a whole generation that was uncircumcised, and we're told they cut themselves, they circumcised themselves with flints, with stone knives, with flints. And this is the Iron Age and Bronze Age, but they, they circumcised themselves with flints. So Jesus finds this man cutting and mutilating himself with stones. In other words, he represents the Jewish nation, and the man turns around to him and says, don't send me into a far country which is what God had always done with the Jews when they'd been disobedient. He sent them into a far country, into exile. And this man says, don't send me into a far country. You, you've come to torment me before my time. In other words, it's not my time yet. You've come to torture me, but it's not, it's not the time yet to send me away. It's not the time yet. You've come to torment me before my time. And those very words are picked up decades later in the apocalypse. Well, we got the two witnesses. Okay, so you believe it's it's allegorical. It it it, it yes, it, it, and the it, thing it is, yeah. it didn't literally the, happen. Yeah. Is that what let you're me, saying? No, no, you take you're drawing the wrong conclusion again. You have a mind that's either literal 
or allegorical, and you can't find a way to weave the way. This is salvic history. You can't find a way to weave the way between both, because it's both. This man was insane, and he represented the nation. And what happened was the priest, the high priest, you've talked about Yom Kippur, you know this, the high priest would lay the sins of the nation on the goat, and the goat would be sent into the wilderness, into exile. This is what God did with the nation. He always sent them into exile. But what Jesus does is he doesn't take the unclean spirit and put it on a clean animal. He puts it on an animal that the Jews thought were filthy and unclean. He takes an unclean spirit, puts it on an unclean animal, and the animal drowns in the abyss. And in the book of Revelation, chapter 11, where those same words are used, torment, torment, those same words are used in, in Revelation 11, the beast reemerges out of the abyss. We're told in Revelation 11, the beast reemerges from the abyss, and kills the two witnesses. Now you can say this is all this is, and I'll tell you what else. Mom, this is all Jewish mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah right. That's what and I'll tell you. I'll tell you some more rumbo jumbo. I'll tell you some more. <laughs> in that chapter, in that very chapter, right? The Jews send gifts one to another. That's a feast of Purim because these two prophets had tormented them. They 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 reacted with joy. They murdered the two prophets. They send each other gifts. And they sent each other gifts, feasts of Purim. So it's talking about the Jews because these two prophets had tormented them. Now, this is, this is, this is telling you the outcome of that miracle where the, where the beast was sent, drowned in the abyss, the unclean beast, the unclean spirit put into the unclean beast. It's, it, it, it's a, a parody of the uh, Yom Kippur. It's meant to be a parody of Yom Kippur. And Jesus is saying this. He's saying, look, this time, you're, you're not going to be sent into exile. Your sins are not going to be put on a clean animal. You're not going to be sent to exile. You are completely insane. You've gone nuts. You're self-mutilating. You've gone absolutely nuts. You're not going to be sent into exile. You're going to be sent into the into the abyss and drowned. But we see... Wait, wait, wait. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit lost here, right? This is in Revelation you're talking about now. No, that was the miracle that Jesus did. But then in Revelation, the beast reappears. It's so like the, uh, it's, it's so like the, uh, the pig. The pig is the Jews coming out of the water, and well, the, we're not told what the beast is. We're just told the beast appears and, and he kills the witnesses in Revelation eleven. But people don't see the intertextual links between this. They think, oh, these are all little stories, and oh yeah, ha, 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 it's very funny, and yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, maybe, 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 maybe the woman swallowed some demon spunk and and blah blah blah. But people make fun of this. Because they don't understand what they're dealing no, Paul, with. Paul, Paul, it, it's it's not. You, you, listen, over. I mean, I, I don't know where to begin, right? Oh, uh, can I uh, can I ask you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Question, but um, I, I think you said your father was a priest, right? Did I, pastor, yeah, pastor, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how how much? Was he a fiery pastor? Were you sort of? Um... He, he he was he was one of these pastors that 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 who, who's the parish loved right because he was hilarious. He was very funny, okay. uh, he, he, and charismatic. But and, he, but he, he didn't give you sort of damnation and hell. No, no, no. He he did it all. He did he did the the salvation, the fire and brimstone. Uh, you know, he had, he had it all in his repertoire. You know, it was, uh, you know, he wasn't, he, he wasn't he was, sort of, you know, 
threatening you as a young child. You're going I used to, to try to. <laughs> I, I was so uh, affected. I, you know, what essentially what it is is uh, fear-based mind control, right? And I was so affected by it that I was proselytizing to my friends. Oh, I don't want, I don't want you to burn in hell in, in hell for eternity, man. You need to be saved and come to church with us this weekend and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, it was, I, I was, yeah, it, it, it's Paul, don't take this personally. It's, it's, no, it's, a, it's fear-based mind control and it's brainwashing. And when you're born into it, it's nothing that you have a conscious, conscious uh, decision about it, you're just have, born into it. You're, seen, you're born into it and you're you're socialized seen, into it you're uh, indoctrinated yeah. into it and you're yeah. brainwashed into it so i have to i have to agree with a lot of what you say because i've seen the damage that religion can do i've yeah. seen it firsthand i have to agree with a lot of what you say um and but the question is <laughs> the question is once again that's human nature it's being used as a control mechanism. It doesn't mean yes. It doesn't yes. mean extraordinary. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, and and it's just so thin all the way around. It's there's the, the Bible is the furthest thing from being inerrant. It's full, chock full of of uh, in, inaccuracies and and uh, misdates, and there is no census. Uh, with with Augustus during the time of Jesus's birth, all all of these things you could, I mean, it, they're too many to enumerate. Okay, and then the fact that it was from a a manuscript that was uh, written, uh, uh, not an original. There's not an original manuscript. It's a copy of a copy to the tenth power, and nothing appears until what the earliest is like 36 40 years after the alleged death of Jesus it it's it there's no real foundation there's to to make it credible if you're going to if you want to be a, as objective and scientific about it and of course all the supernatural mumbo jumbo snakes staffs turning into snakes well you know frogs raining uh nile turning into blood i mean it, it, it's it and there was never a conquest of canaan it, it's all made up it's all made up there was never a conquest that, that that's the best historical proof is the lack of uh accuracy in terms of a conquest of canaan can i, I, I have happened. to I have to just ask a question because it's my lack of um scriptural knowledge my so when you're talking about canaan you're talking about the arrival of the jews into yes. the promised land yes. where they have yes. to after they received the torah the law from uh from moses on mount sinai okay and so they, that that seems a pretty critical point paul with respect to yes. historical yes, it's a pretty critical point. um well uh, 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 well, well, it was Again, again, it's 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 disputed because he's talking about disputed. the bronze. He's talking about the Bronze Age and the it's uh, not Iron Age. Form. We have plenty of destruction. For we know that the bron there was a Bronze Age collapse, but they're saying this happened later or earlier. That's all it is. It's it's a matter of dating because we have the destruction of Jericho. We have the destruction of Hebron. We have. 
the archaeological remains. The question is, is, is when is it dated? We have the uh, the Bronze Age collapse. We know that all the empires collapsed. So when, when you Bronze say Age. Bronze Age collapse, the, the, Hitta, what the does... Hittites, the Hittite Empire collapsed. Egypt was under 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 threat. Um, uh, the Canaanites, all of it collapsed. From what? Yeah, the, well, they don't know. Well, there's there is no well, evidence. They, they think it, well, go 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 and look online. Go and look online. Don't believe me. Go and look online. The Bronze so, Age so collapsed. So let, let me let me just. Give me something that I could pull up real quick that would be I don't just, know, academically just, just sound in, for. Just put in Bronze Age collapse. Right. Paul, do you, Paul, do you do you concede that the uh, the the founding patriarchs of the Old Testament, you know Moses, uh, you know all, all these all these characters in the Old Testament are fictional characters? No, they're not fictional. They're not fictional. The academic the academic consensus is they're fictional, even though they still will not uh, touch the Jesus question, even though they've historicized Jesus and the consensus is Jesus did exist. The the founding patriarchs are the academic consensus is they were fictional characters. Well, which uh, which and, and I suspect I suspect in fifty years which, they'll put Jesus which, in there too. Which which academic consensus? The, the academic consensus. The consensus. Yeah. Is that the same consensus that talks about? I know you're going to poo poo the. I, I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm, to I'm, I'm just. Uh, you know. Is that the same consensus? I, I, I understand. I understand what you're going to do. You're going to poo poo it, right? But I am. that's what it is. I am. That's what it is. I am. I am. So, uh, okay, I'm trying to sort of because I, I want people to be up to speed on this Bronze Age collapse. So there's. I'm just taking Wikipedia. I'm, this okay so widespread societal collapse during the 12th century bc between 1200 and 1150 the collapse affected a large area of the eastern mediterranean north africa and southeast europe and the near east in particular egypt eastern libya the balkans aegean anatolia and the caucasus it was sudden violent and culturally disruptive for many bronze age civilizations i don't see a causal element for this though and you don't see you don't see the alleged ancient hebrews moving into palestine there, there, there is a um there, there is a big debate about the causal element some say it was rapid climate change others right. say famine. it was uh famine um we know that there were uh, from the biblical record let me go to the biblical record there were a number of famines which were told about uh, in the time of joseph in the time of abraham we're told about massive famines in that in the middle is east that but... not, is that not a bit recent though for um arriving in the promised land like a thousand years bc that's it that seems a bit um... mm, 13 1400 the collapse started Look, all this is dated, uh, and, and, and about this time is the emergence of the Sea Peoples. They don't know where they exactly came from either, but they uh, they invaded Egypt. They landed on the coast of Canaan and intermingled with the Canaanites. So we had an we so had let, let, me ask, a, let me ask you this: we What's... had a century and a half of complete. They, they, Paul, they think they think the Sea Peoples were the were the progenitors of the Phoenicians, who then yeah. became the carthaginians yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, but what i'm saying if is we take biblical century... history paul what's yeah. the years 
that they get into Israel proper? I think about thirteen hundred would be that, that's, probably that's what they thirteen hundred and that's sort of a built bit, from couple, yeah the I don't know the yeah maybe maybe a, maybe a century or two either way you know I'm not going to be out without looking at timelines but but in in that region in that region I, I, I reckon so but the thing is. Even the experts aren't sure what caused this uh, Bronze Age collapse. There was a there was a big uh, volcano that went off. Uh, I think it's well, I think it's called Thera in the Mediterranean, which caused uh, the whole Middle East to go dark and caused all sorts of uh, well plagues and famines and things. So th- there might have been a confluence of different events that happened. And 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 the sea peoples took advantage of this by invading Egypt at this time. So we had it. We had a maybe a hundred year period of complete chaos, where civil civilizational collapse, the Hittites collapsed, the the you know the, the Egyptians nearly. So collapsed. hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So you're you're telling me that uh, the the Jews just happened to pop up and then just find all this uh, open real estate, just uh, going begging. <laughs> Is this, uh... well, it, it, it sort of coincides with this era of which we, we the, the experts, the so-called experts, don't know for sure what what caused it. They they say there's multiple causes. You know, it could have been the it's, volcanic it, it eruption. It could have been. You like know, that, but, it, but if it's so, if it was so encompassing over so many countries, right? Yeah, we had a reset. Yeah, yeah. So there must be <laughs> some footprint of that because that's not that long ago. Um, in terms, of, have you got someone doing building work, dude? In your, uh, oh yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody. Tell him, tell him to shut I'm, up. I'm outside. <laughs> shout him. Um, but it it seems it seems to me that the fact. Well, there must be some archaeological footprint as to why that happened. Whether it was so, I don't know. The, the size of grains if it was i don't know a volcanic winter for mm, mm. Uh, extended periods or ash in yeah. in digs and and you're saying there's nothing like that in the in the archaeological record that just seems a, a little odd to me because well, they're, they're, they're... there would have been have, flourishing have greek gotten... populations that um it's not like they there haven't... wasn't civilization around the Mediterranean. Right. The, the, the Mycenaean Greeks are right around that time. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is, they all collapsed. So something big happened, something big changed. And and yet they're still disputing what it is. Well, what, was it, was it, was it rapid climate change? Was it, was it, you know, was it a, uh, the, the, this volcano that went up was it this was it that the, some say it, well it's a confluence of all these events happening all these things coming together and it caused massive migration which is why the sea peoples invaded all, all those coasts and so but what i'm saying all i'm saying is i don't know all i'm saying is it was a time of massive change uh, massive and it's, and it's okay and it's okay not to know paul Okay. Yeah, it's civilization. It's okay. It's okay to not to know, and and th- this is the problem that that I have not with you. You're 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 a nice guy, but a lot of Christians that they have this zealotry, right? 
this unshakable, oh, we absolutely know this is how it happened, blah, blah, blah. That, you know, uh, their, their confidence is, is obviously uh, misguided, right? And they don't know. But they say they do, and they're devout, and they're sincere, most of them, in, so in this commitment, in this commitment to know. But we people, just don't yeah. know. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not scared to admit I don't know. So I've people got questions. Like uncertain, people don't like uncertainty. That's what it is. People don't like yes, uncertainty. Yes. And it, it, gives a, it, it causes cognitive dissonance. And therefore, they don't want to say, oh, I don't know, or I'll have to, I'll have to put that away and think about it because a, a solution might appear sometime in the future. But they can don't I, can want I just, to. Uh, can I just ask? This Bronze Age collapse, are you sure about the date of that, right? Because what do we have where we can say that there's something that did happen, we can look archaeologically that sticks out, which is something like Gebekli Tepe, right? Mm. But that goes back... It's about 12,000 12, years. 12,000 years ago. Yeah, 12,000 right? years ago. They just found, yeah. they just found another one mm. that's 2,000 years older. Oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so this um, Mediterranean collapse, I guess, for want of a better, mm. if that's the area we're saying it's affected. That's what it says mm. on Wikipedia. Mm. C could we? Could we? Is it possible that they've just got that dating wrong, and we're looking at maybe something that was far, far further back, and there was this but even if it did even if there, even if the, the the bronze age collapse okay we have the date that doesn't verify the jew the ancient israelites I haven't been convinced by the date of this yeah. bronze age collapse so that's the thing i'm like yeah, yeah. Uh, well the, the thing is the thing is yeah you're right it doesn't it doesn't it, it's interesting though it's interesting though but it doesn't prove or disprove anything necessarily right oh, right i don't know what that thing Hang, hang on. Someone's putting get, a post in. Get your uh, chicken chasing stick out and don't tell him to uh, <laughs> knock it on the head. Um, but but I wanted to mention. Hang, hang on, people are telling me to look on the chat for. Um, hang on, hang on. I'll have to. I'll nuke for a minute. There's there's a burn layer found by Jericho. I don't know anything about that. Are you familiar uh, with yeah. that? The whole Jericho thing, okay. And the walls came tumbling down because they were blowing a thousand uh, shofars, whatever. I mean, come on, man. You, you, you know what You know what brought down the walls of Jericho? An earthquake. earthquake. Yeah, yeah, an earthquake. That's right. All right. Yeah, up the Rift Valley. Um, listen, I, 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 some time back, I sent you a little, uh, or maybe we had an exchange. It was on Twitter, and I mentioned the um, again. Well, that's annoying, is that? So um, <laughs> I mentioned the um, this seventy-two, which I think is very important because the Jews have a Sanhedrin of seventy. And then the two that are in yeah, charge, and the nations are seventy. Yeah. They, they have, two. they have yeah. this. They're big on sevens, seven, yeah. seventy, yeah. seven, yeah. seventy-two, yeah. seventy-seven. They love sevens. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I wanted to say is, and I, I don't know if I explained this properly last time uh, we engaged, was that um, the, the the ancient Babylonians, 
they had a, a system based on six. Their, their numerical system had it was base six, uh, sixty, and and so forth. And we get from them, we get the the time uh, based on on an hour, sixty minutes, sixty seconds, sixty whatever. We get the time thing from them, and we also get the circle of three hundred and sixty degrees. And and what what um, what comes out of this is that. The ancients, I'm saying, knew that the Earth does a precession cycle every twenty-five thousand nine hundred and twenty years, and that that was calculated by uh, Sir Isaac Newton. So every every, every it's nearly twenty-six thousand years. So in twenty-six thousand years, we go through all the um, constellations, you know, your Taurus, your Leo, your whatever, and the ancients knew this. So the Earth precession cycle takes twenty six thousand years, which means in a circle of three hundred and sixty degrees, that means every degree is seventy two years, which is then called the average, which is the average lifespan, because we're told, uh, you know, the, the three score and three score and ten. So every tick of the clock, every tick of the co cosmic clock is seventy two year period. Now the Jews were thought, were told that we're going to be a priestly nation and they chose out 70 judges with Moses and Aaron, 72, because they were going to rule the 72 nations. Do you get it? So the Sanhedrin... Yeah, that's just a bit convenient. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> the, 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 what this, is it, this is it. Let me just, let me just uh, add one yeah. quote here. Do I get yeah. it? Yeah. Remember, my children, at the all that... All the earth must belong to us, Jews, and that the Gentiles, being mere excrement of animals, must possess <laughs> nothing. They, you know, yeah. you know who said that? Mayor Amschel Rothschild on his deathbed in eighteen twelve. I can believe that. Yeah, yeah, I can believe I, that. So, I, he... I, could you mind saying that? I'm, I was reading the chat and it went by me. So I heard it was Rothschild said it. Something about. Everything belongs to the Jews. Of the yes. Could you say it again? Basically, uh, we're, basically we're shit. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, this is. It's, it's a mindset. Yeah, it, it, it's a mindset. And so if there's, from my perspective, you have to be able to do some degree of objective analysis. But what, but what, but what I'm saying, going back to this 72 again, this is why they chose the 72 judges, uh, well, 70. Yeah, but they could have, if, if, have they not purloined that off, you said Babylonians, right? Yes, yeah. yes, because this this was the ancient cosmo cosmological belief going back before the last reset. This, this 70, 72, 72, this is, goes, this is very ancient. It must be older than 25,000 years. Uh, yeah, otherwise, so what, we're, we're in this so, sort of so Graham Hancock so territory. What I'm, what, what I'm saying is, we're in a cyclical, we're in a cyclical uh, change, and they know this. And this is what I said from the beginning. They know that it's, a cycle change is coming. We've gone through this procession cycle. We're back at we're back at the starting point. We're going through this long cycle of twenty six thousand years. The 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 Taurus was the time was the age of the. Um, the, the bull was the age where the, the the Israelites came out of Egypt and they worshipped the golden calf. 
Then we then we have Paul, the, uh, Paul, the the heiress. There, the there, there is there is no there is zero evidence to support the Exodus story. Moses is a fictional character, never existed. These these plagues on Egypt never happened. The Passover, the angel of death. Think about this: the angel of death is going to pass over the Jewish homes. That put lamb's blood on the threshold of each of each entrance, and is going to kill the firstborn of every of Egypt. This mm-hmm. never happened. These are mythological. These are foundational mythological stories. Yeah. So, if, if we could accept maybe um, archetype mythology, then as a um, if we're talking longer time frames, right? This. I, I'm not buying this 1300 years BC that there was such a massive collapse around the Mediterranean. It doesn't make any sense to me. There would be a fingerprint to it. Something that was 12,000 years ago, I kind of, okay, now I sort of see that there is archaeological evidence for something happening back then. And in the scramble out of the cataclysm, you ju- you've just got evolution well, from selective pressure, evolutionary pressure. You're going to have different groups vying for resources, etc., and no, they're just going to take whatever gives a an advantage, a fitness advantage. For I don't know, they may say it's just a generation or two generations, but are we not looking at something like that rather than this? The the it seems like yeah i mean i don't understand the bronze the bronze age collapse uh logic because that doesn't demonstrate anything it it, it doesn't it certainly doesn't prove that the, the 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 conquest of canaan happened in that time span but maybe i'm, I'm going to steal my pool here a little bit that twelve thousand years ago when they were covering up gebekli tepe and whatever happened then, um, I don't know. How, do, do you sort of follow that Graham Hancock type thinking? Yeah, it, Go Go Becky Tepley is is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. I, I don't. Th- th- there's so much that we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what is it? What is the scientific consensus that well, Homo the... sapien is about what 200,000 years, yeah. something like that? more now they're saying 300 and now I, they're saying I, 300 yeah. i think eventually we're going to get to like 1 million right because there 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 could have been i'm convinced just modern from, humans. Modern to, humans i'm convinced that just from the just from these megalithic sites that you cannot explain that are you know 30,000 years old in some cases there was there there's there's a lot to, to consider in terms of a, an advanced uh, human race pre pre prehistory. Yeah, this so. this I don't have a I don't have a problem with right. And so right. in in a collapse type scenario, and you could have a you could have a civilization that was literally eighteenth century equivalent back then that would be can by any any accounts is you know, pretty close to the modern age, right? 
you know mm. you might be getting maybe getting close to sort of mechanical tools and what have you um steam power etc but out of the ashes of that there comes and this this is why i think the um it's a postulation of mine i would say that the the reason jewish types are so fixated on the scrolls etc and the, uh, there's a lot of mathematical encoding in there i get that um is that one of the more efficient ways of transmitting information across the boundary condition of these collapse events well if it if it is then they've they've figured out a trick that the rest of us are trying to work out and it would seem it would seem in that respect that they they could think about fabricating scripture in such a way as to make it convincing for the uh, for the others because they they've learned they might not even know it right it might take some every other sort of few generations you'll get one really smart one that can see the the math and the geometries that are encoded and but they know that they've got to maintain and that's their evolutionary adaptation to get through these these cataclysms and Kevin, you, you asked about you asked about the uh the quote that you didn't hear it, it the quote is remember my children that the that all the earth must belong to us jews and that the gentiles being mere excrement of animals must possess nothing <laughs> yeah for some pleasant folks right i mean i mean uh, is that historically verified i can believe they said it but is it historically verified because people make up so much yeah stuff. that's another thing so what's the reference for that can i <laughs> right right it's verified yeah is it, am i going to get an adl debunking uh Oh yeah, you're gonna get it. Listen, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable how they have just hijacked re our reality. You know, it's 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 overwhelming. It's it's impressive. You know, mm. hats off. They've they've done it. Mm. They've pulled it off. The the greatest uh, control system, and, and there is a theological element. And I think you know eventually, exactly. exactly. I, I think eventually it's going to be exposed. Yeah. Uh, but they have all they, they they have so much committed to this narrative yeah and and jesus existing is is part of it right because it gives them that that theological edge and it gives them primacy it gives them everything they want the chosen status what's the cachet okay of ha having convinced the majority of the world to worship a Jew as their God. Hmm. Look, incalculable. Uh, yeah. If I could do it, <laughs> I'm too, I'm too stupid and short sighted to be going <laughs> along those lines. But, um, yeah, th th if you had long term goals, if you could think multi-generationally and yeah. find, and they do. yeah, oh, this, this, uh, this, I know. And, but, but they, but they, but they hate Jesus. They, that, see that, that, that they don't they yes, really they do. don't they pretend they do but right. they really don't they if really you, do you, 
they, they pretend they do. They pretend they do, but they really don't. <clears throat> and I can show. I can. I can. When we're so done, they really don't hate Goyim either. No, they do. That's that's for oh, sure. Oh, right. So they hate Goyim. That's for and sure. They hate, but they love Christians. Uh, maybe no, maybe it no, needs rephrasing no, they, a little. They, they I'll, I'll calibrate Christians. that. I can they calibrate Christians. Right. You know they, why? Because Christians are, are their are their greatest soldiers and slaves. They've they've done the grunt work. I'm not for, for jewelry. They are not. listen. They they are an instrument that the Western the Western Christian world now is an instrument for Jewish power. There is yeah, no doubt is. about it. There is Christian no Zionist. doubt about it. Right. Zionists, huh? Yeah. But no, that's not all Christians. I, I understand your point, Paul. I understand your point. You understand. Look, it's it's a very uh, complex web. But fundamentally, it's a manipulation. Okay? And like you, you've acknowledged it yourself. It's a control system. Yeah, it is. Right? It is. And, and, and the thing is, I can see I can see God's hand in it. The fact that they have managed to subvert and and penetrate every layer of society, whether it's scientific, whether it's financial, whether it's social, social engineering, they've managed to absolutely saturate and subvert everything. And I will tell you something else. Going back, okay, go back to a Bible story again. And I'm, I'm talking about cycles. They know these cycles. I mean, Go back to a story, and it's a story of Joseph in Egypt, and he had the dream about the famine that was coming and the Nile wouldn't flood, and he said to Pharaoh, put food away, right? Put food away because – and then what happened was the Egyptians got robbed and turned into a communist society because they had to trade all their land and everything they had for uh, food. And it that, strengthened yes. – the priestly class, and this is a story from the Bible. It strengthened the priestly class, the Egyptian priestly class, because Joseph had married uh, into the priestly class of Egypt. It strengthened the priestly class, and it was a way of robbing all the peasants in the middle class of all their land uh, because they needed to eat. So the, it's the an point allegory. That- it's an allegory for the for the Jews uh, expressing avarice. Taking advantage and exploiting the stupid goys. What it right? was is, is they yeah. knew they knew in advance. Now, what I'm saying is to take away from this is they knew in advance that a cycle was coming, a natural cycle, which they could take advantage of. And but so, it, okay. uh, look, I, I just want to read you one more thing. Okay, I think th- this is this is to to w- what we've been talking about. I think there is a resurgence of anti-Semitism because at this point. In time, Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural. And I think we are going to be part of those, part of the throes of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be a monolithic, monolithic societies they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. Mm. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. There are they, they are now going into a multicultural mode and the Jews will be resented because of our leading role. Barbara Lerner Specter. Yeah. She's not Swedish, yep. but she's a, she's a Jew in Sweden. Yep. Founder I've, I've of heard the, that quote before. Yeah. 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 So this, this, this whole thing, mm. And, mm. and why is there a mass immigration 
from the Middle East and Sub-Saharan Africa. It's from their own machinations. Yeah, it's so, the vulcanization of the Middle East. You heard about it? problem, reaction, yeah. solution. Yeah, yeah, they, their, they control every part of it. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, they've done this. They've they've disrupted the Middle East. They've vulcanized the Middle East. Right. It was the um, what do you call it? The the what's it? What's his name? That general who came up with the plan. Oh, oh did you know? Oh, did you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, I forgot. I forgot it. Yeah, he came up with it in the eighties and said, "This is what we have to do." Seventies. Bul- yeah. In the seventies. Seventies yeah. was it? We have to balkanize the Middle East. We have to. Uh, we have to shatter it, and then, and that's the way we can, we, you know, and that's what they've done, and they've flooded Europe with uh, refugees, and yeah, I know what they've done. So, I, but, I'm, but, I'm, so I'm, I'm shocked that other people can't see it. Yeah, so follow, but follow your reasoning, right? That they've gone to extraordinary lengths to understand cycle, cycles, harmonics, mm. what that means, yeah. in the when, yeah. If we want to start getting into physics and the maths of it, and mm. um subharmonics etc so you need to you need to have some idea of fourier transforms etc with time series data all all these factors if they have that capacity and they're encoding Mm. it Mm. and they manage to get it to pierce through these whatever twelve thousand year cycles Mm. if that's if Mm. that's what we're seeing right Mm. then it it seems reason a reasonable hypothesis to say that they they could as part of it, if they've done it before they'll do it again and so why not encode things like well you're not going to conquer because of the way that their culture is it's matrilineal right so the it, it's not like you're sending the men out and or in islam right and muslim man as soon as you get someone pregnant that that baby is muslim from birth um so they have this very um condensed form of information transfer and if that's the case i i it's not unreasonable to think that scriptural texts particularly after cataclysms could be toyed with Right. I'm not. And, and this is they might even realize that, oh, in doing so, we we make a rod for our back for several thousand years as a consequence. But it has to be done. Right. Like it's the spiritual equivalent of, you know, you're going to hurt if you go to the gym, but there's some long term payoff in doing this. And this is from a scientist just from but, but their but their attempts look their attempts to to their, their, their attempts to establish their um sway over the over the world uh, it's happened more than once i mean we had the bar Kokhba rebellion they that the, the romans took 13 legions to defeat that that's how big that rebellion was and and the romans were absolutely sick of the jews by then and they uh they they uh, they they renamed Jerusalem. Imagine and they that, renamed huh? Palestine. Yeah, they renamed Palestine, and they wrapped the Jews in their own Torah scrolls and set them alight. I mean, they were absolutely fed up with them because every time read, they read Cicero, read Cicero on the Jews. I, I, I want to show. I want to read one more. I want to read one more quote for you guys. The goal of the want, goal bro? of abolishing the goal of abolishing the white race is on its face so desirable 
that some may even find it hard to believe that it, it could incur any opposition other than from committed white supremacists. Make no mistake about it. We intend to keep bashing the dead white males and the live ones and the females too until the social construct known as the white race is destroyed. That is Professor Noel Ignatiev from Harvard. He said this in September, <laughs> September, Octo- September, October 20, 2002. 2002. He's probably still alive and got his tenure. He needs to be out of there. He can't go around. <laughs> so, th- so now, I'm, what you want to do I'm, is I'm well aware. I'm well aware yeah. of the demographic transformation that that they want to change. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and if it's already over, okay. It th- there's 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 so much uh, that has been planted already that Europe will never ever be a homogenous continent again. It's already mission accomplished. We're past the point of no return. We all all can see this. We can all see it. Because why? Because we live in our ultimate reality. Now. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. So here we are. Yeah. This is our reality. Yeah. So so there's there's no disagreement about the current state of affairs. The the issue here is around the um, historical. Yeah, it's it's historical. Historical, biblical. Yeah. And I would I would point to so if this cyclical harmonic view of reality and their they're encoding it. It's why they go bananas trying to get little scraps of scroll from wherever. And um, they're in doing so, they would also be encoding. Oh, who's who's your greatest threat actor on the horizon from an evolutionary perspective? And the type of language that um, Albert. What if that's coming from Harvard? Um, you know, that's uh, that. That to me is so, it's someone they're on a mission, and yeah. that means that they've they're yeah. tasked. Tasked. And so this, um, and so it's the, not it's not the black man that's their problem, and it's not the Asian; it's the white man. They've identified well, listen, the white man. I, I understand all this. And, and I advocate, I advocate for all people. Yeah. And because, because I'm not a Aryan white supremacist and a segregationist mm. and someone that's not going to decry miscegenation, these mm-hmm. people want to call me anti-white. Do I, do I come off yeah. as anti-white to you? No, no, no. I think, and I, um, I, 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 don't, I don't like the extreme, uh, but the thing is, this is, this is what happens. Extremes beget extremes. And, and when people are extremely anti-white, you get the other side, which pushes yes. back. Yes. And, 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 and I don't like either. I don't like yes. either. I, I don't like either. And I, I hate the idea of racial superiority we, yeah. for any race. For any yeah. race. Yeah. Right I on. hate it. Right on. I'm with you. Well, a bit, a bit for whitey, right? You know. <laughs> Got to, we've got to have someone in there to uh, to fight this Jewish power, right? 
You know, that's, that's what I've been, that's what I've been trying to do, but these people bring the, the, the level of discourse right into the cesspool Mm. and and they have a very ugly worldview and I don't want to swim in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, But look, Mm. man, um, in a fight, sometimes you're going to get pulled down in the mud, right? And you're going to be biting and scratching and, um, to, to get back on top and you know this is why um i don't want to you know we spoke earlier where i was talking about the larpers on that bridge whatever they were called bonehead and um what they're saying right if if we're in this elaborate kill box that they've made right and they may have already took one big shot at it right Mm. just just from the molecular biology alone yeah Okay. Um, mm. I'm got. I, I, I want to know that there's some dudes that can throw down when the 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 next bit comes with respect to population management. Put it that way. Mm. And do, do you think those guys are authentic though, or do you think they're they're they're? Uh, I think you know, they glow like fucking Fukushima, dude. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, they glow. No I, doubt. No I doubt. mean, if you're if you're crazy enough. To, to go fight in uh, some uh, Russian partisans in Ukraine in 2014, man. I mean, nah, I think that was all bullshit. I really do. Um, that that picture of him, that tattooed dude with his shotgun, and um, that's photoshopped. That that's I, legit. I, I, I I heard he I heard he fought for uh, the the Ukrainians as soon as the uh, Russians took Crimea. I don't know. I don't know either, but um, I smell a lot of uh, bullshit around that yeah. dude. And uh, uh, listen, I have no problem with their signage. They they they're just stating facts. Okay, all, all the all the literature, the the signage is fine. It's the it's the optics. It's the Zeke Isles. It's the Nazi flags. It's burning yeah. swastikas in fields in Texas. Crazy uh, all way. Give them the give them the Holocaust they deserve. The, that, that, kind of, oh, that kind of over the top, ham handed yeah. racism. Yeah. It, it's it gives the ADL everything they want. If they didn't if they didn't have the, the the current incarnation of the GDL, they would create it. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think so. And um, the well, the question is is just more how do how do you get people focused on the actionable items that are extant right now like a lot of people are going to be pissed that well they've had their businesses taken away they've had everything right so if you if people get on board with the fact that that was a, a, a they're taking gonna... homes from people in hawaii bro they're stealing their property yeah listen Listen, they're not gonna let they're not gonna let you wake up because we're gonna be in World War Three. Well, that's that's, more, that's more what people, I think. More and more people, and I'm telling you now, there's gonna be soldiers on. There's gonna be soldiers. There's gonna be military rule. There's going to be emergency law. There's gonna be um, what do you call it? Soldiers on the street with directions to shoot, and they will shoot. I'm telling you now, this this is all orchestrated. That's what's coming next. And um, any anyone who thinks they're gonna push back. Uh, I'm sorry. 
That's what's well, we, we have we have to effort to try, Paul. I won't let yeah. the Rothschilds kosher MSM ever define my enemies for me because they do nothing but lie. The Chinese yeah. are not my enemies. The Russians are not my enemies. I have no foreign state enemy. I have I, I wish all the, the entire the entirety of the world well save Israel. And Well, even that though, dude, I would say this, right? Um there's a component of them. If you're if you're doing the push them into the sea argument, well, no, you, no, you're no. gonna you're gonna set them off in such a way that they're gonna they blow it all off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So. That's their Samson option. Is oh, if Israel doesn't exist, yeah, yeah. the, the yeah, planet yeah. Earth won't exist. Well, on on this, I would I'm I'm inclined to like call their bluff, but I would just say, look, man, <laughs> you've you've got to you've you've got to start signing treaties and be open to inspections, and you've got to and look, man. Um, it's sorry as I am for the Palestinians that are on that. Mandy, there was medicine in that. They they killed JFK, bro, because he wanted to to to, to prevent them from getting nukes. Yeah, I've 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 heard this, and um, it wouldn't surprise me. And listen to this: they they murdered both Kennedy brothers, both. Okay, in in a five year span. And, and after they did that, it was smooth sailing, right? The, the, you know, people want to put like a, a date when, you know, the official, well, it's always been a Zod country. We, we didn't have an American revolution. We had a Masonic revolution and they're crypto the, Jews. The, the okay? second, the second yeah. Kennedy got killed by a Palestinian called Sihan Sihan. His name is 3333. He didn't. <laughs> Sirhan, Sirhan didn't kill him. It I know was, he did. It was... It was the I'm guy joking. behind him. The security. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Sec- I know. I'm joking. The security I'm guy joking. behind him. It was so yeah. ham-handed. How is yeah. Sirhan in front of you going to shoot you in the back of the ear? I know. I know. And yeah, there was like fake. thirteen. Yeah, there was like thirteen shots fired, and he, he only had what seven oh, in his what, chamber. What, what can you do? What can you do when people are so dumb that they put up with this shit? And not only do they put up with it and they swallow it, take it hook, line and sinker. But then they pretend that it was this anti-Semitic Palestinian that hated yeah, Kennedy. Exactly. And they made Kennedy some kind of hero of, of yeah. Israel when he was about to drop the hammer on them and make the uh, uh, APAC register as a foreign agent. Yeah. 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 This is how their, their malevolent, their diabolicalness is only surpassed by their pure malevolence. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree entirely with what you say. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, you're right. So and it's not all Jews folks. It's yeah, not hashtag all not all hashtag not all. Yeah. I know, not, I all. <laughs> not all, not all. It's organized world jewelry. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I was just going to say there's there's a there's just a trading class, and you know pe- people not from the UK maybe don't realise that the sort of square mile of London is its own country. Yeah, yeah, it's right. own. Yeah, it's sovereign. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Queen, the Queen used to have to ask permission to get to enter to enter the square mile of London from you know it had its own police force. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we're going to decon- we're going we're going to deconvert you. I don't want to do wow. that. I mean, it's like I, I, I'm glad that there's people like Paul out there that sort of put the yards. Paul in is the best. Yeah, <laughs> the, Paul, Paul, you're you, listen. Uh, 
in terms of going back and forth with Christians, you're you're a class act. I really like you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I, I'm not. I haven't got blinkers on, and 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 I know that. Look, I'm still searching. There are questions. Yes. And I I I still I honestly believe that we go through these cycles, and that they know about these cycles, and they're trying to leverage this next cycle so that they end up on top. They want to be the gods of this new world, and they're going to use AI and um, transhumanism. Well, they don't need people anymore. They've got robotics. Right. A lot of uh, they don't need people because a lot of these jobs are going. And and the, and the trouble is, is that a lot of the middle class and a lot of the upper class who are like lawyers and doctors, they think they're going to be safe. Well, they're going to be the first to go. You don't need a doctor anymore when you've got AI. You don't need a lawyer. You don't, you don't need these people who are highly qualified. Some of them got PhDs, and they think they're going to be safe. They think, they got, they think they've got to be safe. Well, they're not. They, they're going. There's going to be millions of jobs. In these next three or four years, millions of jobs are going to be going. They'll just disappear forever. And what do you do with all these people? Well, the thing is, you can kill a lot of them off, vaccines, whatever. I mean, like Kevin showed you, We've got a 26% increase in dementia in Australia, 26%. And nobody's outraged. You'd you'd think the Houses of Parliament would be burning. In a Minecraft kind of way, Paul. Well, in a Minecraft kind of way, yeah, but nobody gives a shit. I Mm. can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I can't get my head around how stupid Well, that's just, to my point, fait accompli. It's done, right? And so so now the... I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but the thing to do is to network appropriately, try to stay in touch through the event horizon of what's coming and crawl out the other side. And the thing is, we know who's responsible. And so um, whoever that may be. um, They'll take the internet down before they let that happen, though. They'll take the internet down before they let that happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. They control the whole damn thing. That's the problem. The, the, the tentacles are in everything. And um, look, I, I know it sounds awful, but the only thing we can hope for is that this cataclysm, whatever it is that they're dreading, comes quickly. And because it will not, it, it won't, it won't spare one or the other. It'll just go bang, and that'll be it. Well, well th- and, that's and, the problem with Christians, though. Uh, with Christianity in general, is y- you guys are rooting for the end of the world so you can have your salvation. So you, it, it plays right into their into their hands. I, I'm not rooting. I'm not rooting for the end of the world, but I'm rooting for a clean slate. I, I, I think we need a clean slate. I think this. Uh, I think they their control mechanisms run too deep. Uh, we, we definitely need a, a reset, and not in the world economic forum sense, right? Yeah, that's right. We do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in agreement. Well, look, gents, that's for nearly three and a half hours. Albert, a... thank you for your time. It was appreciate uh, you. Man. No yeah, thank um, you. Thank you. Long, uh, long ass stream. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we could do. We could do it again. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm available. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. Sure. I'm, I'm. I'm happy to sort of explore the more literature not literature scripture side of this kind of thing because i i it's it's in this uh what's a contention right they must they must put 
elements into they've got to give out some positional data i guess put it that way um in that in the christian scriptures let's let's sort of look at it from that perspective and so are there parts from it but you know where christians say well yes there are elements in here that are useful such that we can use it in making a solution to the final solution to this problem and i th that's that's one of the avenues i think we should explore i don't I, I i'm not in a position to be able to write off history scripture anything i can look at the science of the day and say okay this is problematic try to avoid this etc and can we sort of um pick what's useful from different data sets to if if it went dark in the, in the middle of the day for three hours okay as as was supposedly happened at the crucifixion they would have been writing about it in china it would have been documented okay it would have been it would have been documented not just in china but any other literate part of the of the world but what about things more like um you know but you can have family stability storms dark in the sky you can have you can have local phenomenon where you get storms and ash clouds that darken that just blot out yeah, the sun locally re region regionally oh yeah yeah definitely it's happened before it's had it's happened uh, well, I mean, they just had fires they just had fires in in canada and it it made our skies orange for mm. for days like uh on and off it was crazy yeah. i've never seen anything like it that's another thing that's like wow another surreal yeah. event a, a one of a, a one I, of a lifetime yeah i think we're going to see things in these next few years we're Look, this climate change is real. It's just not man-made. We're already seeing huge hailstones falling in, in certain places like Texas. They've got hailstones that are 20 centimetre across. We're seeing uh, the jet streams changing. We're seeing flooding because Honga Tonga blew up and put 13% more moisture in the atmosphere. We are at the beginning, I think, of... And, and the sun is the quietest it's been in years, this cycle. It's very, very quiet. There's very few sunspots, which means we're going into a grand solar minimum, which means that we are headed for a some huge changes. And if you've seen the flooding in Hong Kong recently and the flooding in China, now partly that's because of their shitty infrastructure because they don't do the sewage drains and all that, but they had to release out the three gorges and out some of the other dams to stop Beijing flooding. And we, we're going to see food shortages and they are not just man-made because they have been, I mean, they've been so sh stupid that they've stopped using fertilizer in some places and, and, and that yeah, sort of thing. I, I, don't, I don't think it's stupidity here. I think that's yeah, malfeasance. Yeah, it is malfeasance. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, but they, and again, we've got this grain deal in Ukraine, which is being blocked uh, and, and all the rest for political reasons. But the thing is, on top of, of those machinations and also the so-called Panama Canal, oh, yeah, we can get ships through, the water level's too low, all this is bullshit. But apart from that, we're going to see crop failures anyway, and we're already starting to see crop failures because the weather is so, uh, the climate is so uh, changeable. We're getting droughts and then followed 
immediately by floods. And it's not that the, it's not that we're seeing global warming; it's that we're seeing cl climatic instability, and that doesn't allow you to grow food properly. And so we're going to come to a period of shortages, and they're going to use that as a weapon. And this is why they are now. They want everybody on IDs because they want to ration your food via your supermarket. Uh, you, you know, this this was the idea of the vaccine uh, ID in the yeah. first place. Get get everyone on an ID. Get everyone vaccinated. Get them on an ID card. Then we can regulate uh, who gets access to food, who doesn't get access to food. If you're a good guy, then you can eat. And if you're not right. a good guy, then you can starve. Right. It's it's That's banking services. Do you know? Do you know that in the United States you can't legally grow a self-sustaining garden? It's illegal. You're kidding me. Is it? Is it? Is that really true? It's it's illegal. Since when? Loads of people do it. I know. Well, you know, in the United States, uh, they better keep it on the DL. Mm. Yeah. That is, that is terrible. Wow. Well. Gents, I got to uh, pull the record. I need to. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Thank you. Thank you uh, all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much as well. Appreciate um, it. Um, I'll be in touch with you just because my Twitter and my internet presence is very tenuous, um, as you can imagine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I would ask you for a copy, but this is going to be way too much information for uh a download um well it's it's been saved on my rumble channel and um okay so i'll, I'll just put the i'll put a link yeah and there's uh i mean if you want a copy i can send you one via um an uploadable one isn't that a big deal no no okay yeah you can download MP4, it mp4 is good yeah okay no worries i'll, I'll right. do that thanks kevin thanks paul all right, bro. Have a good night, folks. Thanks, mate. Thank you very See you much. Later. See you, mate. All right. There you go, folks. Um, that was uh, trippy. All right. Uh, let me just see if anyone is not to K26R today. And um, let me see. Ba -ba 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 -ba. You are. Oh, the K26R. Well, it's top level entertainment there. And uh, not a one donor. Thank you, Mel. I'll take a few days off. All right, uh, let's see. Um, all right, um, I'm out of here. Take care, folks. Have a good one. And uh, I, I need the bathroom, otherwise I'd read the chat. Um, but uh, yeah, latest. Bye-bye. God bless. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking capper. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these cappers. No fucking vaccine or ever. Whatever flows through my fucking blood, blood, never! Nice. I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them five. Like this guy. Send tech 45,000 from this. Never! 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 Never!